Oh, are we on? Okay, here we go. Hey, hello, everybody. We're just about to start. <laughs> here we are. Live remote broadcast from my uh, remote studios at Natural Immunogenics, the makers of Sovereign Silver, Sovereign Copper, Argentin 23, and more. And uh, the gel, the topical gels as well. Uh, this has uh, been a, quite a journey between the mountains of Colombia and South America to uh, the flatlands of Sarasota, and then uh, back to the home studio eventually. But we got a great show heading into the weekend today. Uh, Charles Froman's going to be joining us in the first hour. He's with uh, National Health Federation, the NHF.com. You'll check that out. And he's got a lot of great updates on health and healing and freedom in health and healing, uh, which we love and appreciate. The homeopathic hit of the day, nitricum acetum. You don't know what that's for as a homeopath? Well, you better learn. Well, and if you're not a homeopath, you'll get to learn too for free. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, hour two, Julie Matthews, Matthews from Nourishing Hope. We'll talk ADHD, autism stuff, and diet nutrition. We got questions of the day uh, during pregnancy. Uh, questions about the noble metals, both silver. I say all three, actually, silver, copper, and gold. Questions today. That'll be fun. And anything else you you guys want to do? If you're in the chat room, say hi and let us know where you're watching or listening from, and we'll get this healing party started at robertscottbell.com/slash/listen right about now. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. Voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Lighten up, it's Friday. It's Weekend is on, and I feel like I'm almost there. A couple hours, at least two or three hours earlier than I'm used to, I guess. That's the time zone. been spending a lot of time on the eastern time zone lately. don't know what to do. But, yeah, we're live and happening from Natural Immunogenics. Our, uh, the, our friends, the makers of the Sovereign Silver, the Sovereign Copper, the Argent 23, and the Sovereign Gels and all of that. And I hope you all are indulging in, in the good stuff to bring that power to heal back to you where it belongs. And I'm here to just remind you and me of all of that goodness. Uh, Super Don's making it sound so good from the home studio where he's at. I don't even know what's going on out west there, Super D. Is it snowing? Is it frozen? Do you have a uh, you know, range of other phenomenon? Al Gore burped and now it's warm where you are. What's going on? <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of chilly. Um yeah. It's not snowing, not yet. Okay. But around here, it's like we don't really get real, real serious snow until probably like January. So. Okay. Well. But um, um, just a just a, a programming note. Yes. Uh, we are streaming live on Instagram today. What? How is that and, possible? And well, I don't know. I got this <laughs> notification. It was like. Uh, yeah. Hey, this is how you do it. And right. I did it. And at first it was showing up in the vertical thing. So I was like, oh man, that's not going to work because we're, yeah. not. but then I, it, it popped into like a full screen thing. Okay. But the weirdest thing I'm typing into the chat room, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. On Instagram. And yeah. when I type, it's mm -hmm. typing backwards. <laughs> I've never seen that before. That's got to be a little bit. Like of really, I'm W H E N. Right. N E H W. And, and I'm okay. like, what? 
So I don't know what's going on with that, but we're live on Instagram right now. So well, hello, anybody watching on Instagram. Glad you're with us. Give us, us some feedback. Uh, let me know if it's working or not. Because ask RSB on Instagram. Yes. And uh, we post. I posted some stuff because I. Uh, the greatest thing for me, to, you know, that a bonus, if you will, to come to Sarasota is that the organic farmers table restaurant. And and it's funny. We were a year ago. I was there, and it had just opened. And it's just celebrated. They celebrated their first anniversary one year. And it's mm. not easy. The restaurant business is difficult as can be. Think about how much more difficult it is if you're 100% organic, right? In the midst of, you know, you're in Sarasota and it's not like you're in the middle of Asheville, North Carolina or crunchy granola, you know, California places. Uh, not everybody appreciates that. Yet they're, right. they're making it. They're still there. And God bless them. It's a nice family business. And I love to support family businesses as well. And they're doing the right thing. And I just had an amazing meal last night to, to end the eating until tonight when I hope to go back to break the fast later uh, after 24 hours. But I'm feeling great. I had my cardio miracle this morning. How, how many uh, how many cardio miracle hits have you had today? You mean personally? Yeah, personally. I mean, I'm, who, I'm, who else would I be asking here? I'm work. I'm working on my my first bottle here. First. Oh, OK. Yeah, You're slow, slow to the it's still early there. right? By the, well, how many think I drink a day? Uh, much to have like 12 or no, no. well, you're like, I, I usually, I'm like, you know, one for, you know, first half of the day, second for the second half of the day, you know, type. Okay. Of. Very so, good. Stacy well, Noble, I, by the way, on Instagram no. says she can see your shoulder and the back of my head. So I'm assuming you're looking at <laughs> the middle of it, right? Like yeah. is it over here, right here. So I got, yeah. I got to lean so, in this way. So now here. you can see me. So if we do the show from the end of the, of the camera, hi, Stacy Noble. Now you can see all of us. <laughs> Otherwise, you got to tune in on Facebook or at robertscottbell.com slash listen or uh, Rumble or various other. I'll sit, uh, I'll folks sit back hosted. here. Yeah, there you go. And I'll go here. Move over here. I'm like, it's like my ear is on your head. What is that? That's what kind of weird. Yes. That's funny. <laughs> so we're uh, figuring out this Instagram thing. I don't know. The thing is, is I went to on the computer. Mm -hmm. It pops into a, a full window. Yeah. So, but on the phone, I'm guessing it won't do that. So. Um, I guess you could like just use it to listen right now. I, I, I'm um, just wondering if, if like you can only hear this part of my voice on this side of my body, right? That, that's, or, yeah, that's right. No, right. just the only part of the voice. So I have to move so it's in stereo. <laughs> right. Anyway. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of that car song. You're moving in stereo. Yes. Uh, great tune. Oh, uh, we had a Cardio Miracle webinar earlier today. Uh, was hosting it with John Hewlett and my good friend, Dr. Henry Ely and Dr. Avery Jackson, who's a neurosurgeon, brain surgeon guy. Dude, it was awesome. Um, we'll probably make, well, if you didn't sign up for it, we'll make it available. We'll do another email blast because you'll want to watch that one. That was really good. Uh, and it was a f like 48 minutes. So I'm pretty sure you get the replay, yeah. you know, if, yeah. if you register. If you signed up, you'll get the replay. As well, we got uh, Charles Froman joining us in a few minutes uh, from uh, National Health Federation and the NHF.com with a lot of cool updates. Super on you see he's sending us in the chat room some Substack stuff, as well as uh, I was interviewed on his weekly uh, Freedom Hub Zoom. Uh, and there's a link we can add into the mix for anybody that missed that and wants to tune in because Charles is doing great work there and I appreciate him so much. We also have uh, coming back. It's been a while since we had her on Julie Mash, Julie Matthews <laughs> from nourishing hope, uh, nourishing, nourishing hope.com. We'll talk about a study coming out about the diets for autism, ADHD and anything else. If you guys want to chat, uh, just chime in on the chat room, whether you're watching on social media or at robertscatbell.com. I have no idea if you can type in, Hey, what's going on from Instagram. This is our, 
you can. I'm, I'm, I'm looking you at can. the chat room right now. Is there a chat room happening there? There is, yeah. Wow. So we just got to figure out the video side of this. I just got to keep leaning in. Here, yeah, Instagram. I, I, I moved back. There I'm sitting are. way back here now. Let me see if I can. Wait, wait. I got to poke your head that way. Boom. boom, boom. Right. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And Lori says Facebook is working. That's great. Okay. And hopefully it's working on our own personal website. Oh, look at and that. We're, we're both RSB today. How'd that happen? Really? How did that? I didn't do that. I didn't make that happen. Hold on. I got to fix mine. You're more stout RSB than me. So you can be an SD if you want. I'm not. What is, an, there we go. What's an SD card? Are you an SD card? No, but I have one uh, here somewhere. They are handy. What does that stand for? SD in that case, not super dot. I, um, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> what does the SD for SD card stand for? Yeah, I bet Charles Froman knows. He'll tell us. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Opening story here, if we ever want to get to it. Uh, let's see. You sent it to me. I thought I had it opened up. It's a very casual Friday. Secure it's, digital. Oh, secure digital. That's it. Yeah. I just that you don't look like a secure digital to me. When I no? think of you, I think of you as Super Don, not secure digital. <laughs> just saying. So let me okay. go back up here. All right. So Brownstone article. Here it is. We must save ourselves from the public health professionals. Isn't this kind of what I've been saying for a long time? Years ago, when this first came out, public health, public health, what is public health? Well, it's kind of a legal fiction or maybe an oxymoron, but legal fiction for sure, because you're not the public. I'm not the public. I'm an individual. You're an individual. And if you think of public health, it's collectivism. It's a, it's a mushy mass of loads of people all together and identified as one. And that's not how it works. You get sick as an individual, you get well as an individual. Public health, it, it's a legal thing. It's, it's not real. It's, it's, there's my health, there's your health, there's, or, no, or there's nobody's. Now, granted, if you clean up the water supply, let's say you filter the water and you make that available to a large number of people, is that going to benefit each individual? Yes, and then you call them the public and you call it public health. You know, if the water hole is sick and everybody drinks from it, most everybody will get sick and you'll go, well, it's a public health disaster, but it's an individual health disaster for each individual that's suffering in the midst of public health disasters. You could have one or two folks in that community that don't drink at that poison water well, and they're just fine. What do you say about them? They're not engaged in public health practices. They didn't get sick like everybody else, you know, complain about it. Or do you recognize that? When you clean up our environment, every individual that operates in a cleaner environment is a is benefited. But it's not, again, collectivism that that won the day. It's about our interaction with the environment as individuals. I know it's confusing for some, particularly if you've gone to higher levels of indoctrination, a.k.a. college, universities, medical schools, to see the difference between collectivism and individualism. But ultimately, do you want to be treated as a collective? Or do you want to be cared for as an individual? Do you want a doctor that you decide to consult with, whether they be medical or otherwise, to look at you as an individual or a collective mush? And how will they respond accordingly to you if they don't look at you as an individual? Right. What are your needs? How could they differ from the rest of the people, the individuals in your community? I wonder how you might not all be the same. You might not have the same metabolic strengths and weaknesses. Therefore, one size fits all doesn't necessarily work. Other than I agree, if you clean up the food, the water and the air, each individual, we all benefit. 
So if you want to call that public health, I, I, that's as far as I'll go. But when it comes to public health measures, what do they say we all have to do? Everybody has to get a flu shot. Everybody has to get, name the shot, a COVID shot now. Everybody's got to do it. Well, what if I don't got to do it? What if it would be devastatingly harmful to me to get that shot? Like I would argue for most people it would be, but no, you got to do it because you're part of the collective. And if you don't get it, then the shots we gave to all the other people in that collective, they won't work, right? That's the greatest thing about their sales tactics. They're absurd on their face, right? You know what? That uh, new uh, name, uh, Super Don, are you, in, you like cars. I mean, I like cars. Not that we have the fancy newest cars or anything, but if you saw a car coming out, like, uh, oh, let's just say Tesla. I'm not into all electric cars, but think about it this way. See if this makes sense, Super Don. Uh, you, you like Teslas, but here's the problem, Super Don. Unless you buy a Tesla, all the other Teslas are not going to work. <laughs> right? Well, How's that yeah. for collectivism? Isn't that oh, great? I don't know how good of an analogy that is, though, because yeah. did you see that they just recalled like all of the Teslas? Yeah, well, okay. Uh, so I picked the yeah. wrong make and model, but <laughs> it was just, I don't know what it is. People are lusting after as far as cars. Um, right. I'm just trying to find a used car to replace our minivan. Figure out the what Borg. If, yeah. if you're a Trekkie, the Borg Cube mm. will not work unless everybody is is doing it right. Okay. By it's the way, a are you on screen? It's now? a hive mind. Are no, you on I'm screen now? You're not. Okay, because I can hear you, but I can't see you, and I'm like, yeah, I'm the voice of God. I'm the voice of God. Right. Oh, you're keeping me center stage for Instagram. I understand yes, what you're doing. Yes. Yes. Strategy. Yes. It's strategy. Good strategy, Super Don. I'm so impressed. Is there anything, because I have my own take on saving ourselves from public health professionals. I think they're mostly morons. And yeah, I know, don't say anything if you can't say something nice. But look, what they're doing to us is not nice. So I need to push back a little bit to, to point out the absurdity of, the, of their agenda to collectivize everything, to make you, you know, all Marxist, good little Marxist communists. Uh, and, and thinking that, you know, unless you get the shot, no one else will work. Unless you put your mask on, my mask won't work, right? No masks right. work in that regard other than the stop spit from falling into open body cavities in surgical theaters. But the breathing part, those masks do not work. If they did work, you would die of suffocation. You would have lack of oxygen. And uh, I don't know how many times we have to say this. I just feel like, really, we have to say this? But apparently we do. Uh, I was just talking with some folks about their parents, right? All believing still the doctors getting the shot, getting the booster. I'm like, how many memos do you have to get to figure out that they either lied to you or they were just completely ignorant of the fact that they were being lied to as well? And you just kind of follow the, their orders right down into the pits of, of uh, vaccine hell, mRNA alteration of your DNA hell. I'm sorry for all the parents out there that are, you know, trusting and worshiping authoritarians as many did in the 20th century. Look, I grew up, you know, to some degree going, oh, well, the doctors know until you find out that they might not know. Certainly those in government that try to dictate policy, uh, health policies, public policy, whatever you want to call it, uh, don't know. Or if they did know, then they're overt criminals, not just ignorant criminals in promoting these shots. By the way, I think there's a, um, some edicts from the uh, CDC. Yeah, we'll talk about that next hour, how wrong they're still getting it. Just like, how can they not know all the things you and I know about what's, what's going on and what went on? Well, we'll find out. Uh, joining us now to el elucidate more great wisdom and knowledge on health, healing, and health freedom 
It's Charles Froman here on the Robert Scad Bell Show from the NHF.com, National Health Federation. Everybody lean into the center, wherever that is, but you can check it out. We've got it linked up in the show at robertscadbell.com. Hope you'll uh, check it out and sign up for uh, the newsletter there for the NHF, as well as ours at robertscadbell.com. Charles, thanks. I'm glad you're part of it and glad you're here with me today. Appreciate you, my friend. You too, Robert Scott Bell. It's a privilege to be on this iconic program. Yeah, but you had to show me up with that giant beard of yours. That's embarrassing. I, you know, I'm a little scruff I can do. I can't keep up. Uh, this is well-kempt compared to the COVID massive hair I grew during the uh, nonsense over the past few years. It was, now, the hair. You, it was glorious. Were you in a place where it was like very leftist and fear where they were shutting down everything? And if you went out without a mask, they would, like, you know, like invasion of the body snatchers, they would go ah! something like that. Almost Virginia, colonial Williamsburg, you know, where our first English colony was. But if you read about Thomas Jefferson, when he went to school here, he, he even thought back then in the mm-hmm. 1700s that this place was for the elite and pretty stuffy and he didn't like it. It's still the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I, I caved, I wore the mask just to avoid the conflicts, but you know, the silver lining out of COVID Robert was that it awakened a lot of people and, and it's really helping the grassroots now, mm-hmm. uh, fight back for health freedom and freedom in general. So that's yeah. the silver lining. I think I want to acknowledge that you, you know, you're in Virginia. My one of my best friends in the whole world, Jonathan E. Mort, is in Virginia. You know him, the health freedom attorney. He's beaten back the FDA world record eight times, and uh, he's running for the United States Senate to defeat the uh, Marxist globalist Tim Kaine. There, that's your senator right now with Hillary Clinton, and well, he, he ran with Hillary anyway. But uh, just want to make sure. Maybe I don't know if you've had him on your Freedom Hub, uh, the, the things that you've done, but he'd be a great interview as well for health freedom. He's coming on in March, and I've already had him on my monthly National Health Federation Zoom that we had today. And then I'll get you on as soon as you can give us an hour and a half. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I loved Emord, especially because he is aware of something that your audience isn't aware enough about. And that's the wireless mesh that we, we may get into. Mm-hmm. It's what I'm lobbying most in Congress right now. It's, it's pretty nefarious, the, the digital gulag. But Emord worked at the FCC. If people don't realize that, he sued the FDA for yeah. supplements and stuff. But uh, he knows about uh, the nefarious wireless mesh, which we discussed today as part of the cause of disease. Dr. Lee Merritt was on. So nice. that's going to be the next big front for informed consent mm-hmm. once we get past the uh, public health disaster. Yeah. Did he tell you the story? I love this story how, you know, a young attorney out of uh, college, the Reagan administration came a call and said, we want you to work for us at the FCC. He says, sorry, I have to decline. You know, like, why would you decline this you know, opportunity? Every young lawyer would want to do that. Right. He says, because I don't believe the FCC should even exist. <laughs> yeah. Said, I, That's why we want you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Reagan had a lot of promise there in 1980, but, but assassination. Um, I guess he wasn't as gung-ho anti-government as he was at his election. But, you know, Mm -hmm. the Reagan revolution did have its benefits maybe for the culture. Yeah, yeah. Well, the NHF is a great organization. They've been at it for as long as anybody, maybe longer than most uh, in terms of health freedom. And you can, you know, introduce our audience that doesn't know about you, if any don't, uh, about what you do and and, uh, how that organization is important. I believe it is. And and uh, we'll get some updates as well from your sub stack on other things that you're working on. 
Sure. So most of the health freedom people know about Robert F. Kennedy running for president and his amazing organization, Children's Health Defense. They really have grabbed the funding and the ball and are probably the main advocacy organization out there. Um, and they do great work. And I know other people. Um, although you might agree with this, Robert, um, you know, NVIC has been the premier health freedom group for uh, opposing the attacks on vaccine mandates in the states, National Vaccine Information uh, Center. But, uh, you know, I just learned this myself getting hired as you know, their contract lobbyist a few years ago. Um, I, I knew Scott Tips, the general counsel and president of NHF, but you learn about him only through this obscure thing called Codex. This uh, body under the UN, United Nations, that's supposed to uh, apply standards to food when it is traded internationally. Food, food Trade Standards Making Body, Codex, enforced by the WTO, World Trade Organization. And the re reason every person should be concerned about this is because the pressure from those standards is for the FDAs of the world to harmonize with those standards. And every so often the FDA or USDA or FTC, et cetera, try to harmonize with globalized standards in the food trade, which is very expansive. It, it deals with potency of supplements, for example, or residue allowances in food or bovine growth hormone or zilpaterol or pesticide residues in cattle or crops. So it really affects the health of all 7 billion earthlings. Uh, but, you know, we're the only natural organization negotiating against the biotech cartel at these three or four meetings per year at Codec, in person or online. That's got tips. Because we have been the lone soldier for health freedom at this international uh, sc scary body, uh, people have forgotten about us, unfortunately. So I was brought on to kind of bring back our presence on Capitol Hill. We were more present back in the early 90s with passage of Deshay. We were very influential in uh, protection of nutritional supplements in that law in 1994. But over the decades, we we're the ones that uh, licensed naturopaths, chiropractors in the 70s and 80s and before then. Um, but in the 50s, our start stemmed from protection of the maverick healers using light or frequency, Oregon accumulators. That was us, National Health Federation mm. in the 50s. Wow. And it's such an important history because I think by now we all know those healing modalities are the stuff that actually works. <laughs> right. Um, yes. And um, so over the past couple of years during COVID, when everyone during the FDA extension of the, e of the emergency authorization for the clot shots was showing up at the ACIP meetings or filing comments against FDA allowing these dangerous shots for toddlers. My thought was, if we don't get the politicians involved, we're not going to really maximize the opportunity. So I used my position to get politicians to co-sign letters to the FDA to make them think about what FDA is doing to our children. I did the same thing with the congressional letter to Biden to stop, to stop the unvaxxed visitor ban keeping Novak Djokovic out of the U.S. Mm -hmm. Open. Nice. So, you know, that was my uh, uh, contribution during COVID was to get the politicians involved. Not that some of them all, already weren't involved, like Senator Ron Johnson and a few others here mm -hmm. and there, but I want to get sort of a mass group, a rump group that would care about health freedom. Yeah. And 
it's those people now that I'm awakening to the real threat that uh, is more so than public health nowadays. It's the wireless mesh, the mm. antennas they're going to put outside your bedrooms, your kids' classrooms, Jeez. throughout our parks. And there's With not no a darn thing you can do about it. Yeah, no consideration for, uh, you know, whether it's safe or not, or to what degree it is dangerous, because it inherently is, as we've talked about, although I haven't interviewed him yet, Arthur Furstenberger wrote The Invisible Rainbow, talking about these, uh, you know, electronic realities on this planet that are artificially induced by man, not by God, and how we've had to adapt to them. And uh, not everybody does. And even if you do, it's another, you know, let's say challenge to get through on top of all the other toxicological burdens we carry being born in this world at this moment. Um, I think we've uh, uh, lost, uh, say, a, a concept of cause and effect relationship. And if we try to point out the relationship, they would deny it, right? Just as they've done with vaccines and various drugs over the years. Oh, it's not it's not related, but we know it is. And then, then the question is, what do you do once you realize it is related? And why is it that we have so little ability apparently to push back on this wireless world that we're now operating in well for those that understand the issue or want to help um the national call for safe technology run by odette will odette wilkins whom i'm sure you'll have on the show eventually she's fantastic um my strategy and there's a bipartisan group of people because democrats in this case have been a bit better than republicans on staving off the wireless towers, except on the state level with smart meters where Republicans are better. Mm. So it's not always a partisan issue. Right. But you said it. It's the same informed consent dynamic between vaccines and the wireless mesh of antennas, Internet of Things, and smart meters. Um, you don't have any ability to work with your local council to set back these towers away from your neighborhoods. And the science is smothered. Um, the courts right now have accepted 11,000 pages of scientific evidence of biological harm to humans and the environment in a court case, the FCC lost, and the FCC is supposed to review those studies in biological harm to humans in updating their emission guidelines from these uh, fixed wireless infrastructure mechanics, but it's the same dynamic. Pharma ignores the dangers of vaccines and forces their potions on employees, nurses, and school kids. Telecom gets FCC to smother the dangers of their uh, radiation, microwave radiation emissions. And it, through these bills they're about to pass, they're going to prevent you from being able to stave off these antennas from your street poles in your, in your neighborhoods, local parks. So you can't get to a park and escape digitalization. And you mentioned... You know, there's about 10% of people who are sensitive to radio frequency microwave radiation, but there's a bigger portion of people who are sensitive and they may mm -hmm. not know it. They may not show symptoms, but it's a synergistic impact on the chronic disease epidemic, which is, of course, the real right. epidemic, as Robert mm -hmm. F. Kennedy likes to eloquently discuss. Right. But it is the method yeah. by which the WHO and our own government is going to implement this Agenda 2030 uh you know, totalitarian control with the medical compliance passports, the energy rationing, the carbon footprints, the cancelable cancelable currency uh, is through the wireless mesh that are going to enact well, their they, uh, yeah. They want to digitize digitize all life. I mean, we are analog beings. Can I say it that way? Weird computer lingo, but 
the natural world didn't include the synthetic, if you will, um, uh, you know, wavelengths that we've tapped into. Now, a lot of things have happened that I could argue are positive, you know, in terms of accessing to information uh, to break up some of the monotony and the monopoly of those who claimed they had truth and no one else could access it. But at the same time, we can become very addicted to these things and then manipulated into believing that we can't survive without them. Right. You know, say, look at the kids that have grown up in it. Uh, we were the generation that didn't have it. And then it transitioned into our adult lives, this stuff. And it's kind of, well, it's kind of cool, right? The technology we heard about in science fiction. At the same time, the consideration that it could be harming our health. It's the same ignorance that uh, we didn't realize growing up in the 20th century that better living through synthetic chemistry was not a good mantra. If you wanted to live long and healthy lives as, you know, increased lifespan happened because of improvements in sanitation, sewage and hygiene, particularly in the in the uh, and nutrition to some degree in the 20th century that began to degrade over the latter part of it. And now into the 21st uh, and, and again, add to the mix the subtlety that is invisible for the most of us in terms of the wireless technologies. You know, when I was in Colombia at the uh, Mountains of Hope Healing Retreat last week, I think it was. We, you know, we, we did have Wi-Fi accessible, but you didn't see these towers, cell towers everywhere. You know, already it was like being in nature provided or afforded some level of protection that we've lost. If you live in a big city, especially or getting out into the forest where you don't have that, you can bathe in that energy and go, wow, it feels really different. It's palpable. I don't know about you, but I'm a sensitive guy to some things and not others. But getting out in the natural world and then coming back, you, you could start feeling the difference as opposed to the boiling the frog slowly analogy in terms of the, the frequency wars. Yeah, <clears throat> I think a lot of us know about grounding, how important it is to take your shoes off and socks in your own yard. Go walk on Mother Earth for a bit. And, you know, a problem with the wireless uh, risk that's going to turn into a digital gulag is that we haven't had a COVID catastrophe to awaken people to the wireless risk like we have had to awaken people to corruption with vaccines. And also, there's a sense of having your ball taken away with wireless. Oh, you want to take my smartphone away? Well, not necessarily. We know we're not going to stop smartphones, and we agree with you. I agree with you that technology is great and, and the Internet has democratized information critical to winning our freedom back. There are just some mitigation and common sense solutions that we can discuss. For example, while we want to take away the antennas, we want to have the alternative fiber. We wanted ivermectin or natural solutions, not the vaccine. We want fiber optic cabling to the premises. If you want to have a, a Wi-Fi router in your house, fine. Eventually, you'll learn that probably you want to have Ethernet connections uh, with a laptop or, or you know, the computers. Um, but to everyone's house, you want to have cables in fiber so you're not violating the informed consent of your neighbors with a trespass mm -hmm. of your your microwave yeah. radiation emissions. That's a high level uh, depth of respect that we would have for all human and animal life to, to say, you know what, I, I, if you don't want this, I'm not going to expand my, you know, is there a way to constrain it to just your thing? And that's, it's a hard thing, especially when we're still dealing with the, I don't know if it's a majority of people, I would hazard a guess it probably still is that are completely ignorant about the dangers of this technology in terms of the wireless radiation. Well, sure. Um, you know, where we're at in health freedom, and I share with you my NHF end of year update, COVID had a silver lining, which awakened us to vaccine risk. And I and to the and, and extending from that pharma risk, 
people are seeking out integrated doctors or healers because of their chronic diseases, uh, which allopaths cannot help. Um, and that dynamic is going to help us with the other health freedom threats where we are behind the eight ball. Hmm. Yes, no one knows about the wireless risk. No one knows about the GMOs of the sky, the aviation-induced cloudiness that's in the federal weather report. And Biden has discussed uh, blocking the sun, as has um, uh, Schwab and Bill Gates. Yeah, there are other health freedom threats. They're only learning now about the over-vaccination of our uh, livestock. Yeah, you know, if, if of Schwab, pesticides. Klaus Schwab wants to block out the sun, let him stick his head up his own ass and then hide from the sun. But leave us all alone. We like the sun. We want the sun. We need the sun. It provides life. And yet we're told it causes cancer. I mean, this is, this is an ongoing psyop to disconnect us from the source of our very healing power, our very life, vital force. And, uh, you know, I'm a nice guy. I like to think I'm a nice guy, but sometimes I just want to, you know what I'm saying, right to the kisser. I think that was a Jackie Gleason line way way back in the day. But these people don't care about our health. These people that are promoting and profiting off of this stuff that causes disease, they profit off of that, too. And I'm not a, a guy that's against freedom in terms of what we call a capitalism. You know, some people have said, oh, capitalism is evil. I, I don't think in and of itself it is in terms of movement of goods, services, and, and, and the economy in freedom. But when you have monopolies granted and when there is no, as you point out, informed consent within those monopolies, now you've violated fundamental uh, you know, uh, perspectives on what we call agency or choice that I believe is coming from that which created us all. I think that's a, a I don't know if it's a, what the, the crime is, but it's a, it's a crime. And that's what you're pushing back on and trying to wake people up for from. And uh, uh, man, what more can we do here? And what more can my listeners do to help? Well, you know, the nice thing about my life is you know, not only am I lobbying for the answers to the real epidemic chronic disease, which gets us into all these threats that you've mentioned, but you know, Forbes also featured my other line of business, which is upgrading people away from, Obamacare, mm-hmm. which limits their choice from networks, to what's called medical cost sharing. And I have started marketing your meme yeah. where you said the worst thing you can do is, for your health is have health insurance. And it's so true. They well, collude with hospitals around pharma-based protocols and kick out doctors that don't uh, follow their standards. Whether it's from the hospital, yeah. Can you show that, Super Don? Show that Substack. uh, You know, that's the 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 famous meme that you know. When I say the worst thing you can have in America, the most dangerous thing you can have in America, is really good medical insurance. And I think uh, Charles, you 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 took that to heart and said we need to communicate that. Um, You know, the the modern medical monopoly is the third leading cause of death, acknowledged by peer-reviewed medical literature. But I say it's the first because we don't give credence to those that know about toxicology and nutrition, which would counteract most of everything that we're, you know, we're dealing with. If people, you know, were, were getting copper and selenium in their system instead of these drugs, man, they, they wouldn't need the drugs. They wouldn't need the doctors. Of course, that's the monopoly on the flow of information that we've suffered under the, the, the limitation through um, uh, censorship and deplatforming. It, this was happening before COVID, but it really hammered everybody, including the doctors who dared to step outside of their allopathic box to speak about uh, some things that were actually helping folks. So this sub stack that you have here, let me just see, what is the uh, address? It says Charles D. Froman, F-R-O-H-M-A-N dot substack dot com. For those that you want to subscribe to Charles' sub stack. And this was the article you were referencing to those stuck with Obamacare. 
Yeah, and the significance here is that this isn't just an Obamacare alternative that happened to be featured in Forbes magazine for creating cash patients, but this is a political act because when we when you let our concierge help you shop on prescriptions, t- tests, or specialists, not only are you trying to disgorge prices and clean up the horrible health cartel with real prices, but you're starting to educate yourself about alternatives, and that gets you to natural care. And once we educate you on shopping on price and quality and natural care, we want to have you join our health freedom advocacy movement because we need help. Uh, the controllers out there uh, have brainwashed everyone to believe that all you need is a pill f- for this ailment. Well, chronic disease is the real epidemic, and these pills aren't helping. Health insurance isn't empowering you to shop on price or seek out healers that really work or learn about the uh, Robert Scott Bell Show, who has all these healers every single day. So that's my message, mm-hmm. is to upgrade into a cash patient shopper, join the health freedom advocacy effort so that we can work on this holistically. Beautiful. And and there's another Substack article you sent to us. It's, uh, and I think you mentioned the world's oldest health freedom update. And you, you say every year you have an annual update on what's going on. So those that want to learn again more about uh, National Health Federation and how you can participate and uh, maybe reclaim your health and your freedom to choose the kind of health care you want. Uh, this is another great article. You also have a, a, a broadcast. Is, is your broadcast weekly through Freedom Hub? Twice weekly. Twice so weekly. the show you appeared on is our broader corruption and scandals and liberty uh, Zoom, Freedom Hub. And then on Wednesdays where I tried to book you, that's more health focused okay. because we're all commercially engaged in disrupting the cartel. Uh, so let's, both shows have been going on six years weekly. Okay, it's a Wednesday and a break. Thursday, it says. Yeah, Health Biz and Politics yeah, on Wednesdays yeah. and Freedom Hub on Thursday. Did I, did I do the Thursday one with you guys? The, the Thursday one, mm. and I gave you that link. Yes. And um, National Health Federation has a monthly Zoom, which I just had today. Mm-hmm. And you'll be on there one, one of these months pretty soon, I'm sure. Um, but we tried to have all the big leaders that you and I know talk about all these different issues. I'm just wondering. Um, but I need little. folks to join. But I need folks to join the health freedom movement because these telecom bills are racing through Congress and we have to stop the wireless mesh outside your bedrooms, kids' classrooms, yeah. all through the national park. Mm-hmm. It's going to be no escape. How do you, you know, this is from my buddy, Michael Bolden at the 10th Amendment Center. How do you nullify this wireless mesh that you seem to be disempowered to be do anything about, right? To try and stop it, you know, through the courts. And it's like, not like, well, I'm just not going to use it. And it's like, in the meantime, they're beaming this crap through you. <laughs> like, Ah, that's an interesting dilemma. I don't know. I know if I have an answer to that other than how do you stop it on the localist levels and then move back on up? Because as you said, the FCC and we know is a captured agency, just like FTC and FDA and CDC and, you know, all of these things. Uh, It's a disaster. You know, the more you centralize power, the easier it is to buy that power for those that want it and uh, abuse others with it. Uh, So this wireless technology is not invisible, even though it is to the naked eye, but its impact is not invisible if you're paying attention. Yeah, well, it takes a shotgun approach just as with COVID. It's the exact same dynamic. Mm-hmm. With COVID, we've had great lawsuits. We've had great uh, laws passed in the counties and the states, as well as in the federal government, not so much in D.C. It's the same thing with uh, wireless. There are ordinances that activists pass to keep the cell towers away from their schools and neighborhoods locally. Uh, there are uh, state laws. Uh, we're trying to get state utility commissions to audit uh, all these uh, phone tax, 
revenue collections from you know the taxes you pay in your phone bill that telecom has diverted to wireless where it should have gone to the fiber connections to your house. That's a $400 billion scandal. Hmm. Uh, so you're going to hear a lot about this going forward. Um, but, you know, we need everyone to just listen to your show, uh, go in search of chronic disease healings because you're not going to get it from the pills and the allopaths and to join these groups, mine or others, and then upgrade into a cash patient. Let me help you with that with open enrollment. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, this open enrollment, when I hear about it, just uh, just if I missed anything, it's usually to guide you into Medicare and Medicaid. And I remember when my mom, uh, you know, was just so ticked off because they said you have to have Medicare Part D, which is prescription drug coverage. He's like, I'm not on any drugs. I don't want to take their drugs. And she was penalized for not being a part of that. Like, they, they, like she's paid into that system for many, many decades. And it's like you're penalized because you don't want to do drugs. What is that? And so are you providing an alternative whatever? Yeah. And on that note, my co-host, Jeff Canner, <clears throat> was helping Ron Paul, the great Ron Paul with his Medicare. And it's the same thing. He avoided it like most people with some means do. But there's a penalty if you wait. They don't want you waiting because they want your clean record to help the pool. Right. Um, but um, <clears throat> there's a lot to be discussed with that. But with open enrollment, we're trying to get you out of the health insurance matrix. And the best way to do that, two million, two million people already have done this, is exit insurance from medical cost sharing, become a cash patient, combine it with a health savings account to grow 100 grand by retirement, and then shop on price, and then learn about alternative care. Beautiful. And this is the third way. They don't want you to know about this. My Republican friends, I was a Republican congressional staffer fighting Hillary Care in the early 90s. Um, not many of them know about uh, sharing. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're a long way where we need to be for real health freedom. But we're in the right place. This yeah. is the issue for the ages. Yeah, you're right. What about the first state that realizes that what a scam this all is and kicks the FDA out on its aspirin and says we're a health freedom state, medical freedom state? You want to do whatever you want to do in freedom. We support it and watch the medical tourism that's leaving the country go to that state and has such an economic boon that every state would be jealous and would finally go, yeah, let's kick the FDA out, too, because we, we don't want to lose all that money. They think they're getting from the federal government, which is stolen from the taxpayers who are duped into participating in a system that they don't have a liability to participate in. But that's another story for another day. Occasionally, I talk about that, too. Um, so. Charles, as we wrap up here with you, I got a homeopathic hit of the day. I like to do those as well. Um, is there a, is the NHF the place? Is it the clearinghouse for you? Or where are you directing people to for this, you know, the sharing concept? I've talked about it a little bit before, but I want to make it as easy as, as, as possible for everybody. Well, <clears throat> the uh, Substack you shared with your meme about the dangers of health insurance is the best place for families and businesses that are ready to leave the health insurance ACA matrix. Okay. And Super Don, did you add that to the uh, uh, notes? I know we got that when we started. So I just want to make sure that that link is there to make it easy for people to tap on through uh, to this health share concept. If you know, I know some of you guys are already participating and aware of it, but a lot more aren't. And I want to make it as simple as possible. Today's date of this, the first airing of this show is if I'm not, I think I'm a, correct. It's December 15th today. Is it not? 
It is, and things are slowing down. And my wow. other Substack yeah. article about the health freedom update from NHF, that's the best yeah. place to go to learn about all these threats that are collectively causing the real epidemic, chronic mm -hmm. disease. Very good. And then the uh, if they want to watch the interview I did with you on the Freedom Hub, um, I think Superdon has that too. Uh, maybe that'll be linked up as well. Yeah, he's nodding his head. So if you come to the show notes at robertscabell.com, on the, the 15th of December, 2023, you will uh, be able to access all of this, including in an in archive fashion. It'll always be here and unless we get totally banned from the internet. Well, I hope not, but uh, <laughs> this kind of information apparently seems to be threatening to the power structure. Uh, you know, I don't need to try and overthrow anyone or anything. Just stop feeding the beast and watch them starve. They'll get, oh, I mean, they'll do desperate things when they're hungry, but I think it's more efficient means than trying to do a head-on assault. I don't need to do that. I don't, I'm not interested in that. But I think the way we're talking about here is, is a much, much more efficient, efficient and peaceful. One more plug. We all have to go deep inside, I think. Also, I'm sure you've had lots of guests talk about that. Uh, I teach Kundalini Yoga, uh, which has mantra meditation and workouts. Mm -hmm. uh, so definitely work on yourself. Think about that over the holidays. Yeah, I did the yin yoga for the first time when I was in Colombia at the Mountains of Hope Healing Retreat. Dude, I like it. I, I was never into yoga, but um, man, three minute, hold those poses. Good Lord, you get some benefit. In a week, I've seen some tremendous benefits. So uh, yeah, I agree. Work on yourself, get connected to the source of all your healing and all your wisdom and your, your very vital force in life itself. And uh, that's something not outside of you. It's certainly within you in terms of the connection. So I would urge you to do that as well. And, and Charles, man, I appreciate you, buddy. I'm so glad you were on the show today. Uh, likewise, you're an icon. I was on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Dude, if I could have a beard like yours, Charles Froman. So uh, thank you, my brother, for being here. And we'll have you on again, of course. And uh, yeah, I'll look forward. We'll coordinate as things slow down to, to get on some of those other uh, platforms that you're doing. Um, and in any way I can help, let me know. Excellent. Great. All right, everybody, check out the VNHF.com. Also, uh, Charles Froman's Substack, all linked up. We showed you that. And uh, Superdon has added that into the notes today at robertscadbell.com. It is Friday. We're heading into the weekend and um, having a great time uh, visiting old friends, seeing some, making some new ones all the time here. And I'm just noticing that I'm still having a benefit from my Mountains of Hope healing retreat. Honestly, I, I just a profound seven days away that transform me and my kids in a, in a positive, powerful way in ways you don't even realize till you get back and you're like, well, it's, you know, I, I still, I feel a little different, feel a little better. I feel a little better able to take on the things that might've been overwhelming to me before. So uh, once again, I appreciate Charles uh, Froman's message as well today in strengthening our resolve to do things differently. And then we can expect a different result. So um, this is good. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So next up, we got a homeopathic hit of the day. And uh, it's something you might learn about when you're in high school chemistry, but it's the homeopathic version of it. Let's go. Playing all of the homeopathic hits every day right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Well, this has become a fun, uh, anticipated segment every day and you see that the beaker that super don found i don't think it's ai artwork nitricum acetum nitricum acetum and uh you you, you definitely want to defend your access to homeopathic medicine because you never know when you're going to need it i think everybody needs it a little bit charles is, is working on it as well with nhf um 
This is nitric acetum or nitric acid. You've heard of it. It's the mucosal irritations and skin lesions remedy. Now, it's not just that, but you know, in these homeopathic hits, we got to pick out a couple of things that jump out to kind of get you pique your interest to go deeper into these uh, remedies to learn about it. And this one, of course, um, it's a remedy used for conditions involving mucosal irritations, uh, specific types of skin lesions, and we're gonna go into some of the therapeutic applications of nitric acetum. Uh, its origin, of course, is nitric acid, and it's the undiluted form. It's a strong mineral acid known for its caustic properties. I mean, it'll burn holes through stuff, y'all. So don't don't be drinking it, nitric acid, only as a homeopathic nitric acetum. In homeopathy, it's used in a highly diluted form, so it's safe, focusing on its potential to treat conditions related often to the mucous membrane, skin, and areas where skin and mucous membranes meet. And that could be the urogenital uh, tract in terms of male and female. Physical characteristics of nitric acetum known for its effectiveness in treating conditions like anal fissures, ow, mouth ulcers, warts, particularly those that are jagged and bleed easily. That sounds like a caustic thing, huh? It's also indicated in cases of severe skin lesions with a tendency to bleed and sting. So it's a pretty intense remedy. Mental uh, focuses on uh, irritability, pessimism, tendency toward anger and impatience, especially when you're in pain. And that's understandable. But again, it could give you some insight into selection of the remedy if it doesn't always match up just purely physically. Maybe it'll be mentally. And you're like, oh, that, that looks pretty good. Primary uses, as we reiterate here, mucosal irritations, particularly effective for painful conditions like anal fissures and mouth ulcers. Skin lesions used in cases of warts and lesions that are painful, bleed easily and have a stinging sensation associated with them. And yeah, there are some respiratory indications for the use of uh, nitric acetum. And that's uh, chronic respiratory conditions with a raw, sore feeling in the throat and chest. So again, so just not just one thing, it's many things. And you can look deeper into the Materia Medica as we scroll down this document that's available for free to all of you at robertscatbell.com in the show notes on December 15th, 2023. And Super Don has made it available for our patron supporters as a video, five minute or so video segment each day pulled out of the whole show. So if you're just into the homeopathic hits, you can access it by becoming a patron supporter of the Robert Scapell Show. We'll tell you how in a moment. So suitable for acute uh, irritation skin issues when you deal with low potencies, higher potencies used for more chronic, uh, systemic, deep, deep seated uh, issues that are more severe. You might want to consult with a healthcare provider in that case. Uh, complementary remedies, some things that might cross over into the realm of nitric acetum include Thuja Occidentalis, which we've covered also for warts uh, and growths. Hypersulfur calcarium or hyposulfurous, hypersol. I love that remedy. Useful for skin lesions and conditions that are sensitive to touch and cold. And I'll add into the mix syphilinum. Since we did menoridum uh, the other day, this one is a nosode from syphilis, which has a complementary action on the mucous membranes and more associated with some of the things you've heard from nitric acetum's symptom picture. So cautions, nitric acid, obviously as a mother substance, do not use it as a homeopathic it's safe self-prescription uh, for serious conditions i don't recommend you, you seek out help for someone that you know when you need it prayer is included in that if symptoms persist or worsen uh, with mucosal issues please consult uh, a homeopath of your choice if you can find one and uh, conclusion here nitric acetum a valuable homeopathic remedy particularly effective for treating mucosal irritation specific types of skin lesions and even some respiratory issues so if you would, please keep tuning into the Robert Scott Bell Show for all of the homeopathic hits and insights that we give you, provide to you so that you can go deeper should you want. This is not 
meant to replace a doctor if you want or have one. But remember, ask that doctor how often they have a bowel movement before you hire them. And in addition, seek the advice of those healthcare providers that are qualified to help you when needed. In the meantime, thanks to Trinity School of Natural Health, thanks to Nutritional Frontiers, thanks to Bob Riorn on foliumpx.com, and all y'all that support this message of health, freedom, and healing liberty that make it possible for me to do these homeopathic hits every day that I was so reluctant to do. Now I'm actually excited every day. Yeah, I wouldn't wake up in the morning until Super Don said, you can do the homeopathic hit today. No, that's not where I was, but I've, I've gotten to the point of Sixteen, isn't it? It's kind of cool. No, no permission required, isn't that <laughs> right? The, the theme here. Mm-hmm. I, I actually had to had to uh, nudge you a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, well, it was like the five people, including my wife and two kids, that had to nudge me to go to Colombia and have this wonderful people healing retreat it. experience. People are loving it, and I'm excited yeah. when, when when you're ready. When we can we'll take the, the training wheels dialogues. off, we'll do the uh, the detox dialogue. I'm thinking. Tw- calendar year 2024 we'll, we'll start the detox yeah. dialogues as well uh, adding adding to the bonus and by the way you told me i think some, there's a new patron supporter of the robert scambell show um yeah there uh we got we one shout out to yeah. the next hour if you want yeah let's do because i mean we have more than because there was another one just the other day um okay. i don't want to leave anybody out so but yes abby i think it was the name abby abby not Abby Normal. Not Abby Normal. Abby, uh, thank you for being a part of yes. the Robert Scott Bell Show patron uh, uh, crowd and collu- uh, colluding together for health, freedom, and healing liberty. What have you uh, got yourself into? Stuff behind the scenes. Right? Yeah. What have you done? What have you done? I can't believe it. Well, Abby, Abby it. Brewer and, uh, is, uh, is the new one. Abby Brewer. Yes. Thank you, Abby. Appreciate that very much. We had somebody sign so up. Much. Somebody signed up for an annual, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Oh. Here. Let oh, me see. Okay, excellent. Let me see who's in the chat room. I see my mom and Michael Bolden in the chat room at robertscatbell.com. Also, Diana. Hi, Diana. Website is working well. Happy Friday, all. Thank you, Diana, for that update. Since we finally got it transferred over to a different hosting, it's gotten a lot faster. Although I don't know if we have the SSL yet. Uh, I haven't heard from our friend who helped Jeffrey Smith do this, but hopefully one day we will. But he did a lot of work to get it over there. Yes. Anyway, yeah. all right. So anyway, all right. Did you find that? Who, who I, 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 yeah, you know, it's one of those things where it's like you're under the gun, right? And you're like, okay, yeah. I know I can find it right here. And then it's like, no matter where you right. look, you can't find what you're looking for because you're oh, totally. You're trying too I've hard. So I'm just gonna been there frequently. <sighs> yeah, it'll come chill today. out. We're gonna yes. be there. Yeah, no worries. We'll get there second hour. By the way, we got uh, Julie Matthews from Nourishing Hope. Scheduled for the second hour of the Robert Scott Bell Show today as we head into the weekend. Um, my Sunday conversation was recorded in Colombia. Uh, that is with Billy Otto, not yes. Billy Idol, Billy Otto, but a rock star nonetheless, right out of Australia. And, uh, you know, he's got his fascinating journey, he includes his spiritual beliefs as well. And we get to share it. And he has an Australian accent. So, that, I mean, that just totally. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is about an Australian accent, but they could like read the phone mm. book and you're just like, oh, you love it. That's really right? cool. Mm-hmm. Here's an encyclopedia. Yeah. All right. So yeah. we've got. Uh, hey. we've, yeah, go ahead. What do you want to do? Go ahead. I was just saying a couple of minutes. I was going to ask you a question, but if you got something to do, that's fine. Uh, all right. Go What's ahead. the question? Yeah. Well, it was about the, the, the public health story we opened up with today. I didn't get a chance to, you know, kind of get your sense of how we uh, protect ourselves from these public health. Officials. Listen to the Robert Scott Bell show. Yeah. There you go. Oh, that's a good answer. So I mean, that's really that's really answer. what the show's all about, right? Yeah, I mean, I really, so. if you yeah, drill it down can. and you had to simplify it, it's that's what that's what it's about. It's about that and and the power to heal. 
uh, yes. being yours. Okay, so real mom says I, I look ten years younger coming back from Colombia. Oh, even with the even with the gray in my beard, mom. Thank you. That's very. You nice. can barely very see sweet. it. Yeah, unless you get I, it really I, close. I, I kind of trimmed it, yeah. trimmed it a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, okay, your turn, super. All right, I was just going to say we had a last minute uh, question of the day come in. Did you want to try and answer it real quick? Because it's not in, in the, not in the show notes. Or do you want to? If I don't like it, if I don't like it, then no. Oh, it's easy. It's easy. Uh, this okay. is coming from Diana. Uh, mm-hmm. her last, uh, eye exam, she was told that she has cataracts developing and that okay. they're not ripe yet. Is that a, is that a medical term? Ripe? Ripe cataracts? So. They're ripe and so they can uh, remove what, them. Yeah. So she said, is there a way to arrest the development of the, uh, the cataracts or possibly re- reverse it? Arrested development. Was that a show or a song or a group? It is. It still is. It's a current show. It's a I show. Believe. Okay. Yeah. So arrest the development. Well, you know, focus on eye health. To me, it's selenium. Uh, copper, nitric oxide. Uh, so cardio miracle would be a, a very good thing here because the vasculature corrupted causes corrupted tissue to grow, you know, aberrant tissue. So, uh, you know, the eye is also filled with vasculature. So nitric oxide will help with eye health as well. Uh, so cardio miracle big time. And as I said, copper, if you want, you can look into the eye wash that, that Dr. Christopher's has. You could probably get that from Jonathan at choosetobehealthy.com. And he also has the oral uh, um, supplements for eye health from Dr. Christopher's, like the bilberry, things like that. And we've talked about some remedies in homeopathic re- uh, realm to help eye health as well. But sometimes when they are full on ripe, people have to get them removed. And that's one of those procedures that doesn't seem to come with a lot of scar tissue happening afterwards. I'm not saying it's always that way, but a lot of people go through it and come out. Okay. But if you want to avoid it, take more selenium, protect those cells, copper, sovereign copper, cardio miracle. And if you want, again, the Dr. Christopher's formulas, a lot of these things you can get, um, including the, the, the Dr. Christopher's the sovereign copper and stuff from Jonathan, choose to be healthy.com. Use the code RSB five to get a little discount as well. So, Good, good. Hey, that was a good question, Diana. I like the question. So I did right. answer it. And if there's any more insight from the chat room, you guys chime in. You're welcome because you know more than me. And hour two coming up, Julie Matthews, Nourishing Hope. We haven't had her on a while. I'm looking forward to catching up. She's got some updates and some real science on the diets for ADHD, autism, what, what works best, what doesn't. And uh, let's see, what else is the CDC getting wrong three years after the so-called COVID injection, not a vaccine rollout? We'll cover that, too. And then we've got even more questions of the day. Thank you for being here. Share the show. That's all I ask. If you want me to ask you some more, then become a patron supporter. And you can ask me more, too, off the air. And 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 let's I'm going to lean back here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Let's you, go, uh, go this way. So we can say hi, hi to Instagram. the people on Instagram. <laughs> Hello, Instagram. You're only a carrier in the center of the, the we show have it. I, 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 I got to think about how to make this I, work on Instagram. But Can you turn your camera sideways and go that way? I don't know. I don't know how to do it either. I don't know. Anyway, well. Anyway, when, when I'm one shotted, I'm in the center. When we're two shots, we're outside. So that, that's anyway, right. let's go back inside the Robert Scott Bell show. Second hour coming up after this, because the power to heal is yours. All right, hour two commences now. Oh my gosh, I am joined by my brother from another mother. 
literally he's family his mom and dad are so near and dear to me and they 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 moved on from this physical plane last year and uh, i was honored and humbled to be part of the service and make make it all happen i'm just i'm not meaning to bring up sad times because i celebrate them every time that we do things with natural immunogenics sovereign silver our gen 23 and everything we're right here with sovereign copper and well at the natural immunogenics podcast studios with theo quinto teo hey man so good to be here so good to have you in town and just love it so much. So yeah, you want to make sure your levels, Super Don. Uh, you tell us about the levels because I just threw them in here. I grabbed them from the the hallway. Said, "Come on in here. Everybody's got to say hi. We you got to say hi." Yeah, exactly. He's busy man, but uh, a few minutes with you in hour two is awesome. And Super Don, again, the stories that Super Don has about using all the certain products for all the years we've been together. Well, I, mean, I I have I have one that just happened. My daughter is uh, it was cooking uh, mm-hmm. was a couple days ago. Yes, and she got she got a really bad. I, I'm not going to show it because she didn't want me to show the pictures, but mm-hmm. uh, on her her upper leg, um, bad burn. grease burn. Ooh, yeah, grease I mean burn. blistering. I mean mm-hmm. it was really bad, Sensitive and so skin. I uh, I I was lucky enough to have a bunch of uh, first aid gel sitting in the <laughs> in the drawer over here, and so I ran over there. Well, I didn't run; we drove. <laughs> But, okay. Uh, and and she's she's gone through almost four bottles of it so far. But right. I just told her keep it covered, keep it oh. covered, keep it covered. If it mm. starts to to dry up, cover it some more. And so yeah. she's been doing that. And I've got I've got uh, I might I think I might have to to edit them out. I didn't have time to do it this morning because it just happened. Right. But yeah. uh, uh, miraculous that the change yeah. that's happened over the last two days and the healing okay. of that. She's lucky to have a dad like you that steers her towards the right products. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, my that was my first experience with uh, way back in the day with this this homeopathic stuff. Uh, you know, the, the, the raw, yeah, what is this here? This this stuff here that you got. And Robert uh, sent me some of it and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And I was in the in the uh, ki- the kitchen and I was co- uh, cooking again, another cooking. I don't know what, what's going on with this nailers. We burn ourselves mm-hmm. cooking all the time. Yeah. But uh burned my thumb on a pan Mm -hmm. and it was one of those things if you burned yourself before like on a pan or something like that when you burn yourself there's like you know you know oh man i have really burned myself you know skin on metal you know type thing Mm -hmm. and you had said oh this stuff is great on burns i i'd even like cut a commercial for the radio talking about oh sovereign silver it's good with burns and eczema and blah 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 blah. and so i was like okay here we go so i put the the silver gel on the burn and you know, expecting this thing to hurt and blister and stuff like that, it, it was it was literally almost gone the next day. Mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, I'm sold. Yeah, yeah. This the stuff only works. thing I, I hear from people and tell you, you probably heard it too. Can you make it in a bigger bottle, please? Right? Please, yeah. Like, What's it? Come on, one, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, and it's the hydrosol technology that Theo's dad, Stephen Quinto, you know, uh, developed in the late '90s, and that piqued my interest as I was hearing about it in, in the natural realm. And then eventually we connected and uh, we've been, you know, family ever since. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's an important mission, I believe, to follow on the work of your dad and your mom 100%. Uh, to continue this and develop like the copper hydrosol and the gold hydrosol. In fact, one of the questions of the day I'll get to later, you're not going to hang out for it, but we'll talk about people are asking about gold already Absolutely. as well. They should. Yeah, it's and, in the works. Yeah. Uh, so there's some really good stuff coming out. So let me just share um, 
uh, Don, thank you for that. Um, yeah. you know, of course, we have the first aid gel. It comes in one ounce and two ounce bottles. And we also have the new skincare gel. Mm-hmm. It's the same product, just delivered with slightly different marketing. And it's also in a tube. Very so it nice. makes it extremely easy. Because, you know, one of the things some people say, well, what happens? You know, it's hard to get the last the little last bit little out bit of the out, bottle. Right? But you are... can always get it out because you can turn the bottle upside down. You can mm-hmm. use the basically the plastic. Um, to, to dig it out. Yeah, but like, still, like, it's like, frustrating. Like I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but yeah, I like yeah. it, the integrity of always going glass. But so, so in this case. But the gel is is in its own kind of, con, you know, contains itself. So it's okay to put in this kind of container and utilize that way. So that's the new natural healing gel. Same great formula. But and it's right a, on the website. Yeah. Use uh, Robert's code. Yeah. So, go. yeah, you can use the code at robertscottbell.com or uh, I'm sure Jonathan at choosetobehealthy.com. He carries all the sovereign silver, sovereign copper, and Argent 23 as well. And wherever you get it, we're glad that you're getting it. Uh, that's for sure. But I can tell you, you know, the cool thing is, is mm-hmm. as people run into these incidences or whatever, you know, incidents uh, or whatever they, they come across that they mm-hmm. need help with, it's great that they're reminded of silver sovereignty and the fact that if and when you find the right tools, you mm-hmm. become more free, more sovereign, um, that you don't need other people to help you figure out what the, what yeah. the answer is. Yeah, exactly. Folks, it's uh, thank you, Leslie. She says the tube is awesome. Yeah. So I'm glad you like it. Um, that's just great news. Again, innovation over time. Um, we have uh, a lot of things. I, I, I've had the great fortune of lecturing at many conferences over the years and uh, demystifying silver as a dangerous heavy metal to bring it out in a, in a you know, therapeutic or supplemental way. Uh, to bring it, especially for communities that, you know, were very frightened, rightfully so, about metals. And again, that was my story of connecting with your dad and really investigating this because I was detoxifying my patients, including children of heavy metals. I remember, yeah. you know, 20, 20 some odd years ago, right around that 20 year mark that yeah. uh, you were like, well, as long as you can convince me that uh, this is safe, and that there's no toxicities, no buildup, mm-hmm. etc., it's a heavy metal. And we, of course, we said, of course, it's a heavy metal, but it's not a heavy toxic metal. Right. Uh, our form is completely bioavailable and it comes into the body, does its job and then gets out at the end of the day. At, at homeopathic dosage levels. So it was like very in alignment. And then I integrated into my life with my kids, raised them, no vaccines. They've never had an antibiotic now at 24, almost 24, my son and uh, 18, my daughter. Never once, not one antibiotic, guys and gals. That's something y'all want to, I know, not to use that. It's freedom. And so it, it's, yeah, it's freedom. It's health sovereignty. And then the copper, I can go on and on. I'm so excited. You know, the copper's out. We've been talking about that as well. And people are having tremendous experiences with that as well. And, um, you know, I, I know how busy you are, but I just wanted you to make sure everybody saw you today to know that I'm real. This is not just a, a, a backdrop. It's a real set. There's real product up here. And I am at Natural Unigenics Broadcasting Live. You're in live. Sarasota, Florida. Yeah. And, and and thank you so much that we got to go to the organic farmer's table That's in right. Sarasota. Yep. That play, a nice family owned business. I love supporting family owned businesses, but even better when they're organic. Absolutely. And uh, we had a nice, nice uh, visit there. People too. need to find these type of mom and pop places, support them buy local, support local, but of course, minimize and eliminate chemicals from the diet. Yeah, exactly. Clean it up, y'all. Um, so one more message you, if you got, because you always have plenty. Uh, before I let you go. You know what? You know, it's that time of year. It's the holidays. We want to be as healthy as possible. It's the new year. We always want to be new year, new you. You want to you want to improve. So, you know, it's just about the lifestyle. You know, mm-hmm. silver is an amazing tool. Sovereign silver is as good as it will ever get. Uh, and copper as well. But, you know, it also is a healthy lifestyle. So live right, eat right, breathe right, uh, get sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all these all these good things that go hand in hand. Find a reason to celebrate. 
exactly. life. You're alive. You're breathing. I know it can be troublesome if you're not breathing easily. And I know that from my own history. Uh, but there are ways or pathways out of that mess. And part of that is seek vitality. Yeah. Part of that is the sovereign silver way. And thank you, uh, Teo, for all your support over the years. And uh, we enjoy continuing the legacy of your mom and dad. So great seeing you, my brother. Brothers, yeah. yeah. Happy holidays. All right. Theo Quinto from Natural Immunogenics. Y'all check it out. Links are up in the show notes, as always, at robertscabell.com. And you actually have work to do, or you just don't want to hang out? No, I got to get rolling. He's got, he really does have some work. Good to seeing do. you. All right, my brother. Take care. All right. We'll All see right. you in a bit. All right. Bye-bye. All right. That's Theo. And we are wrapping it up here. We still have some more things to do this hour. Uh, Julie, yeah, Julie Matthews is going to be joining us in just a couple of minutes here from Nourishing Hope. We'll get some updates from her, which is always great. Uh, we also have, uh, let's see, the, the opening article of this hour is stunning. I want to, we're going to belabor it. It won't be a long thing because it's so obvious what morons work at the CDC. Uh, couldn't get more obvious than this, I think. Uh, and the articles are linked up in the show notes at robertscatbell.com. Let me see if you've got that first one for this hour, Super Don. I think it relates to three years after COVID-19 rollout of what they call vaccines. I don't call them that, but the CDC still can't get out of its own way. They're such, I'm sorry, I'm not being nice, but they're morons. How could they do this? They have tweeted out and, and you know, their policy positions on these things are just absolutely absurd. Uh, and, and even people who are pro-vaccine and pro-COVID injection rollout and everything, they're also pointing this out. So that tells you how bad it must be. So if you check it out, the article is the uh, three years after COVID-19 vaccine rollout, CDC still gets messaging wrong. What is the message they're getting wrong? Well, if you go to Twitter or X, you can find out they're blasting out this statement. The only thing we want you to spread this holiday season is love and cheer. Prevent the spread of hashtag flu, hashtag COVID and hashtag RSV by getting vaccinated. And, and then they want you to do it. But what Praytel is wrong with that statement? Well, pretty much everything. First, if we're just going to focus on the COVID shot, has it not been shown? And does not everybody know at this point, even people that are pro-vaccine, that it doesn't work to stop the spread of anything, least of all what they call COVID? Super Don, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't everybody get that memo? How did the CDC not? I don't think there's anybody at this point unless they just they they're they're ignorant. Um, their bias just won't allow them to see it or they've been living in a cave. Uh, that was just one of the huge things that was talked about how in the beginning they were like, get your vaccine and you won't get COVID. Get your vaccine and nobody you won't give people the, the COVID. Yeah. And it was proven, you know, that 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 ended up being inaccurate and correct. You could say they did it. They knew you could say it doesn't even matter. It was I a, mean, a cover it, up and a lie. I say the, the bottom line is it was proven that that was not the case. Yeah. So here you've got the CDC, right? You had Rochelle or Re Rachel Walensky. or Rochelle. Yeah, Walensky. Rochelle oh, I'm going to step down and we're going to get somebody else. And Min, uh, Mandy Cohen, I think her name is, mm -hmm. is now the head of the CDC. Oh, and I am. We're going to have the new and improved CDC. And we're going to. Boy, Maybe we're gonna we're, we're gonna have down. transparency. We're gonna change. We're gonna do this, and we're gonna make people trust us again. Mm -hmm. And so, what do they do? They put out a tweet that would have been. It, they could have put that same exact tweet out three years ago. It says yeah. the same thing they were saying three years ago. Like nothing. And, and they don't understand why people laugh at them at this point. Right? Why don't they trust us, Super Don? Well, stop lying to them. Start actually looking at scientific papers. Why don't you fire your, your, your social media person? Obviously, this must be the same person that was working three years ago yeah. because they're, they're, they're saying the same thing and they're using the same strategy. 
like I said, what's different about this than from three years ago? Nothing. Right. Zero. It's the same thing. Yeah. So why do people keep going to these authoritarians with that really have no authority? It's false authority. Is it just a habit? Are, are people still so, you know, I mentioned, you know, I was talking with some folks about their parents going, getting every shot, every booster. It's like, I guess, I mean, that's a lost generation. You talk about a lost generation, the generation that trusted in quote unquote science and medicine, which was anything but scientific methods being used. It was, you know, political and economic focused. And is it, is it more than just habit? Is it people don't want to realize that they've been duped? Is it ego? Uh, I think that's one part of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's a combination of things. Um, I think, I think some people are just, they're just so set in their ways about how things are supposed to be done and science yeah. is and blah, 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 blah. They, they, they can't get out of, of, yeah. of that, that programming that they've, that they've received. So some of it is ego for sure, because listen, there's a lot of egos, a lot yeah. of egos wearing white coats, man. <laughs> Not in, and that's, yeah. that's the reason why they go into that, uh, uh profession. I think, what, what, what is it? What is that joke? Uh, what's the difference between God and a doctor? God doesn't think he's a doctor. <laughs> something like that (laughs) it's like all right i know it's not every one of them and many of them are friends that have done better and are doing right repenting and doing the right thing but uh still that system is so corrupt and there are so many people corrupted by it believe in it still and uh they're taking it to their grave unfortunately it's a religion Uh, so yeah yeah it is it's a it's a there's a religious um um, zealotry you know what i'd rather do huh i would rather nourish hope which we're going to do in just a moment uh, okay, before we do that, that though, yeah, before we sure, do that, yeah, yeah. I want to right. take advantage of this situation here because okay. a couple of days ago, I mm-hmm. I had it happens. Uh, right. I have it these happened. light bulb bing moments mm-hmm. where I learned something I didn't know because I I sh- I know pretty much everything, right? Yes, you do. Um, so and, and so, but sometimes I mm-hmm. do learn new things, and I want to okay. I want to show you something here. I, I okay. we didn't have you and I haven't really had a chance to talk about this. No, but I saw a video by a guy named Bert Seelman. Now, I've never heard of this guy before. Apparently, okay. he's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, having the, Talking about the Hippocratic Oath. Oh. And this was fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. And so it's only 45 seconds long. I'm going to play this here. And tell me, Rob, okay. when we come back, if you knew what he's talking about here. Check this out. Okay. The old classical oath of the Hippo- Hippocratic Oath for doctors said in the third paragraph, I will apply dietetic measures For the benefit of the sick, according to my ability and judgment, I will keep them from harm and injustice. Please note, I will apply dietetic measures. Where does your doctor today able to tell you, or where has he practiced with you, finding out what you're eating, how to prevent the diseases from happening? You go to this man for a cure, but yet he doesn't tell you anything on how to prevent it. Could it be because it makes him money? Or more importantly, could it be because a big pharma taught him how to practice medicine and maybe he was doing mm. yeah. I, I looked at that and I was like, wait a minute. You're uh, telling me that the Hippocratic Oath, now we're talking like, you know, BC time, I mean, you know, a long yeah. time ago, but that the original Hippocratic Oath talked about teaching people how to eat right and, yes. and be healthy and prevent disease and mm. treat disease with food. Yeah. And I was like, and you're telling me that's not in there now? And I, I, look, I've, for whatever reason, I've never looked into this before. Apparently, back in the 60s, there was this guy with the last name of lasagna. <laughs> I promise you. It, or yeah. I think they pronounce it lasagna. Yeah. But it's lasagna, right? 
Uh, apparently, he was the guy that took over things. He like took over, and he became. I think he became like uh, uh, the uh, head of the FDA for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they changed the Hippocratic oath and removed any mention of food being used to treat or prevent disease. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, now now. If you listen to this Bert Seelman guy, he connects mm-hmm. all the dots on this like as to why, how, and whatever, and you know, big pharma's influence and stuff like that. And it took away food yeah. uh, out of the equation and replaced it with drugs and surgery, yeah. right? Sure. Yeah. But I'd never heard of the, the lasagna guy. How come we've never talked First, about no, him? Do no harm was almost gone from it too. But I don't. Well, thanks for bringing up lasagna as I'm fasting today. Now you're now you're oh, making sorry. it tough on me. I'm hungry for some lasagna. And by the way, that organic farmers table restaurant in Sarasota, they do make an organic lasagna. I might have to go that way route tonight. I don't know. Nice. Uh, it sounds really good. Anyway, thanks a lot, okay. buddy. Appreciate right. it. By the way, quick shout out to Bobri Oren and our friends at Folium Products, foliumpx.com. This is the stuff to break through that ceiling in your healing. If you've hit a wall and you're like, I don't know what I can't get through, get on the Folium Products. Foliumpx.com, including the Folium Original, the Folium Immuno, and Folium Relax. This is the stuff that got my mom back on the dance floor at 89. Almost 88, then 89, but 88 at uh, January 1st of 2023. She danced in the night in the in the new year, and then uh, January 29th at 89, she was dancing again. So look to be with her on her birthday or shortly thereafter to see some more dancing. Thanks to Bobri and Folium. Check out foliumpx.com. Use the code RSB10. Get a little discount when you do it also shout out to trinity school of natural health make education a body mind and spirit your new year's resolution and sign up for any of the coursework at trinity school of natural health trinityschool.org and you can take the lectures on demand or you can take the you know cnhp uh, health coach they even have spanish language programs iridology homeopathy dude they are rocking it and bringing that power to heal back to you as a physician if you're already a medical doctor or a chiropractor or a naturopath or you know a nurse all of you can join in and get some great coursework body mind and spirit from trinity trinityschool.org and join us on the trinity health freedom expo the virtual expo and trinityhealthfreedomexpo.com that's in february and uh, you'll get full access for three months of everything that we did in the last one plus new stuff as well so stand by for that in the meantime i've been standing she's been standing by patiently or sitting by anyway glad to have her back on the program she's a she's a rock star she's a champion she's all into health freedom and nourishing hope and nourishing young bodies and minds and spirits including those that are diagnosed with adhd and autism nourishinghope.com is the website julie matthews is back here all robert good news i hope julie hello it's great to be here good to see you my friend so you have some good news to share and and some and, and some interesting scientific news in terms of validating diets and things but whatever you want to open with the floor is yours oh well thanks so i'm i'm a nutrition consultant who's been working with kids with autism and adhd for over 20 years and we just published a new paper a couple months ago on specifically on autism spectrum disorder and the use of 13 different therapeutic diets to help improve symptoms. That's amazing. I mean, that's the big confusion, you know, of people are like when they figure out it's not a drug deficiency and we got to get them on good food. What's Mm -hmm. the right thing? Is it one size fits all? Are there nourishing hopes in different ways? I mean, I haven't gotten a chance even because I'm on the road here to read about it, but I'm excited to to download this uh, scientific paper. I think you've got it. It's in PubMed as well. It is. And it's full access to the whole paper. So everybody can read the entire paper is important for us as researchers to make sure that everyone had access to the information. 
Yeah, so I'm trying to find it. Super Don, do you, there it is. I found yeah, it. Yeah, if you and, click to the right, the little yeah. button of full text to the right there. Full text to the right. Okay, so yeah, um, yeah. R- ratings of the effectiveness of 13 therapeutic diets for autism spectrum disorder, results of a national survey. Julie Matthews and James Adams uh, signed on as authors here. And you got the abstract mm-hmm. and everything else. So if, if we have the time, if you have the time to share a little bit about what we will learn when we read this and how it can uh, help, especially the parents out there with kids who are in those spectrums, if you will. Yes, I would love to. So we did a survey of over a thousand parents asking them which psychiatric and seizure medications, diets, supplements, and therapies helped them or had adverse effects. And so this particular paper that uh, we wrote up was on the diet portion, but because everything had a consistent rating scale, we were able to compare one particular uh, type of um, um, intervention with another one. So what was, I think, particularly interesting was when we compared it to psychiatric and seizure, seizure medications. And so there was a rating scale of the benefit level and the they both had some benefit but but diets had an overall benefit rating that was significantly higher than medications and the adverse effects were significantly less than medications so i think that one was a particularly interesting finding very cool very cool by the way breaking news here i just got i apologize break the, th- the thread here just for a second super don sure. uh steven had just posted that the our website now has an https which apparently means that we do have a ssl which we didn't know so it, it it's apparently done that's great news maybe we can you know we were we were like down regulated or whatever you call it they don't let don't go there it's dangerous mm-hmm. so apparently now more people than ever will access this information julie including what we've done today with you and what we are doing today with nourishing hope that's great <laughs> great uh, so so we found out we found that we also found that over time autism severity improved so the individuals got better with dietary intervention whereas over time uh, severity got a little bit worse with those that didn't do diet. So we saw a improvement, generally speaking. And we went into each particular diet and looked at how different diets improve different symptoms. So my specialty in autism diet nutrition is really a personalized nutrition approach. So what I found really exciting about this paper or this research was that we found that different diets helped different symptoms so that parents could start to look at what symptoms their child had and figure out which diet might be the best for them, given what they were trying to look at. So are you telling me that individual, responding to the needs of the individual, even if they're in the autism spectrum or the ADHD spectrum, it's not all the same thing for each. They have to, my gosh, we are all unique individuals. It, yes. And And that, so I think like a lot of people will realize, yeah, you know, we're all unique and therefore we need a unique approach to health and to diet. Mm -hmm. Um, And to be able to then take it a step further and say, okay, um, we saw improvements in aggression, anxiety, attention, cognition, digestive symptoms, uh, hyperactivity, irritability, language. So even things, so while we were studying autism spectrum disorder we even found things like adhd symptoms improved and Mm -hmm. anxiety improved and in addition to all of them improving 
I'm going to say I'm going to say virtually all of these symptoms improving somewhat mm-hmm. on all of these diets. Some of them improved significantly. So, for example, um, on a low sugar diet and what we call a fine gold diet, over 40 percent of individuals that did that diet had improvements in hyperactivity, as wow. an example. Um, so these types of things and we and life, we looked at like attention um, looking at like a gluten-free diet or whether it was a ketogenic diet. Uh, mm-hmm. um, we can look at, again, different diets and we see some really significant improvements. So trying to figure out uh, what diet's going to be best for the individual, uh, the paper will help parents figure that out. And, and, yeah. and also physicians and clinicians that might want to look at it. We looked at what are the underlying mechanisms that help the diet work that are present in autism and how might we be able to use that as a way of understanding why that diet works and maybe who it's going to help and which symptoms so they can help to try to figure out what the best diet for that particular person might be. Yeah, normally when you see a peer-reviewed article, you know, it's based on a survey, uh, they don't give you some of these tips to kind of help you. I mean, this is awesome, right? And, uh, you know, our friend Stephen in the audience says, you are doing the real Hippocratic Oath because you're nourishing and teaching about diet, right? That diet. So uh, this is great, great news. How many how many years did this take? Or was this like you, you put it together in a month with artificial intelligence? How did this happen? <laughs> no artificial intelligence. So the survey was done a few years ago, and that took a while to gather the data. And um, when I was getting my master's degree in medical nutrition, um, Dr. Adams is um, a, a really important mentor of mine. And I had said, oh, I see the data on the uh, the supplements and on the medications. Where is the do you have the diet information? And he said, yeah, we haven't written it up yet. So I, I'm, you know, with his help, wrote up that diet information. So uh, put it together in a, uh, you know, very concerted amount of focus hours of writing it. Um, so I can say, no, it was all written by a human. <laughs> and uh, it, there were, I think, just for our part of the survey, I think there were 700 data points at least that we went through with 24 different symptom improvements, 20 some adverse effects, 13 different diets, overall improvements. We looked at the, as I said, we looked at the um, severity of autism improvement. We looked at how strictly they followed the diet and how much diet benefit they got, how much advice they got on the diet, all these different aspects to figure out, yes, actually, the more strictly you follow the diet, the better you do on the diet, better results Mm. you get. And the more advice you get, often the better results you get. So it was um, so much different data, but um, I thoroughly enjoyed putting it together. And um, just to see that people with autism found all all these diets beneficial. So there's a rating scale, Mm -hmm. slightly beneficial, you know, better, better, you know, that kind of thing. And they all had good benefits. So there there wasn't one diet you investigated that totally sucked and caused everybody to get worse? Correct. There was no diet that was worse. They all were better. And uh, some of them- There wasn't also a super size me diet on the menu, right? Correct. Because a lot of it, it, what was interesting is that some diets like the ketogenic diet Overall, it had a good benefit, but had a little bit more adverse effects. Mm -hmm. So overall, it was kind of more in the middle there. But when it came to 
the diet with the top number of number one symptom improvements, it was it. So when you looked at the data in different ways, depending on if you're looking at particular symptom improvements or how you kind of put the data together, you saw different information. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, they were all, they all had good benefits in different ways. Yeah, uh, th this is amazing, Julie. Really amazing what you've done here. And uh, I don't know if we've had Dr. Adams on or not, but certainly mm -hmm. would ha be happy to talk to him about it too, if you'd like. But um, do you have any events that you're going to be attending? Because, uh, you know, we've seen each other at various events over the years as well. Yes, we're going to both be at the Autism Health Summit coming up here in February. Right. Thanks to Tracy Slepcevic. She's amazing. Yes. Uh, yes. You guys look forward to that February 2nd and 3rd, Groundhog Day. Where else would we want to be but San Antonio, Texas, and a most amazing resort, uh, hanging out with a lot of great friends and maybe meeting new friends. Uh, for those that you have uh, children or even now adults that are considered on the spectrum or even ADHD, there'll be so much good information that's shared. I'll be speaking as well, lecturing, and many of our friends will be there. Julie, now I know you'll be there. Will you be presenting on this or something else or at all? What's going on? Yes, I'm going to be presenting on diet and nutrition. I'll be talking about this study, but I'll also be talking about a lot of my clinical experience and um, research outside of our paper as well. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to it. So when you were going out doing this survey, you know, I was joking, obviously, about the, the, the Super Size Me diet. Did you find, I imagine it'd be hard at this point for someone that has a child in that realm that hasn't figured out that they've got to change the diet. Or mm -hmm. were there any people so ignorant that they had no idea that food matters? Well, we didn't ask them if they didn't knew if food matters or not, but almost half the people in the survey didn't do diet. And mm. so there are a lot of people that either don't know or don't do it or, you know, we don't know why that is per se. But, yeah, there are a lot of people still surprisingly that don't know the diet can make a difference or that don't either try it or yeah. stick with it, unfortunately. They might be the ones believing the CDC when they say get the shot that doesn't prevent transmission to prevent transmission, right? <laughs> um, the wrong information is not coming from people like you or, or us, but from the so-called authorities, the authoritarians within uh, medicine, media, and pharma um, industrial complex also, you know, controlled the government at this point in terms of how not controversial is it to talk about cleaning up the diets of young people, yet... How rare do you hear, you know, the CDC come out and say, hey, you know, these kids should be on an organic <laughs> diet. Maybe they should try keto or something. I mean, I don't remember when they've ever said that. Right, right. It is unfortunate that, in fact, it's often discouraged to try diet by people. Yeah. Uh, so that's unfortunate. It's finally becoming more and more accepted, though. Even yeah. the uh, Dietetics Association and things, they're starting to come on board with the power of diet. Uh, people are seeing it with their own experience. So. I think more and more it's going to come around and people real, realize, but you're right. Uh, when you look at recommendations that are made, it's often, you know, a few therapies like speech therapy and things like that. Yeah. It's often not diet as the first thing. And I find that unfortunate because of this great information. And it's so, I'd say it's easy and that it's accessible to everyone. I mean, we looked at a healthy diet. So I went to the extreme of the ketogenic diet to show you some of the contrast in it. Uh, but we looked at a healthy diet. Um, one of the number one, 67% said that a healthy diet provided them general improvements. Um, it was the highest rated diet for improving their health and their kind of resilience to illnesses and things, which how do makes they, sense. How do they define a healthy diet? That's always the question is like, because the, the wide variety of beliefs and what that means. <laughs> yeah, so it's a good question. In the survey, we defined it as a diet rich in 
vegetables, fruits, and protein, and a diet low in junk food. So things okay. like sugar. So, so moving away the processed foods. By the way, at this um, healing retreat I went to in Colombia, you got to check this out, Julie, if you can go. Mountainsofhope.com. <sighs> All organic, everything. I mean, I brought my kids to it. It was such a transformative event. I'm still, I'm, I, my mom says I'm glowing. So what are you going to say, right? <laughs> right. Um, but the the transformation of getting on cleaner food to being away it just it opens up possibilities for health and healing that are extraordinary and i and i say why can't we do more of this here in america why do we have to leave the country i mean it's great to have mm. a vacation believe me i'm not knocking it because it was great but yes th- shouldn't this be the norm where we take these kids and these families together and you know like a healing retreat show them these things yes. see yes. how it, and experience it and what would that do compared to well, I'm from the CDC, and we really discourage you experimenting with food on uh, just just speech therapy over here and make sure they're vaccinated. You know, it's like it's a crazy world we live in. I think diet would be an amazing thing and so helpful. And like I said, it doesn't have to be a crazy diet. It doesn't have to be even a restrictive diet, just a healthy diet, adding mm-hmm. healthy things in. And so, yeah, a gluten-free, dairy-free diet. Um, what they, we call a fine gold diet, which is free of artificial additives and certain yeah. other food compounds. I mean, 45% of people who did the fine gold diet had improvement in hyperactivity. 45%, that's almost half of the individuals that did this diet. Well, yeah, what medical intervention gets that kind of result? It's a really good question. Julie, do you remember the, the movie uh, Jeffrey Smith put together with Amy Hart called? Uh, yes. Uh, secret ingredients. Yes. And in that movie, it's like a 90 minute movie. They followed these families, some with kids. I think a couple of them were autism spectrum mm-hmm. diagnosed. Mm-hmm. And through the course of simply cleaning up their diet, going organic and non-GMO, that those two kids lost the, the, the label. Absolutely. I mean, example. Yes. Yes. I mean, in fact, I know those that family and uh, it, it was amazing how wonderful that diet did for them. Um, and like you said, it was just simple, a healthy diet, an organic diet. Um, it can really just that, you know, we don't have to get fancy. We just do our best, eat as healthy as we can, avoid the pesticides as much as we can and things like that. It can really, really go a long way. So I think a lot of times people think that it has to be difficult or complicated. Um, but that movie and our studies show that even just doing that can really mm-hmm. have profound benefits. Hey, Super Don, do you mind? Uh, you're there. I think I see him there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want him to open up his mic because um, one of his grandkids, or is it two? I can't remember that are on the spectrum. Um, you know, here we are talking about diet. I thought we get a real world family example. Is there is there any kind of awareness in terms of these kids, these grandkids of yours, when they eat certain things that that their behavior shifts? Any, have you seen anything like that? I personally haven't. I know that that my daughter does the best she can because uh, the kids are very, very, very picky mm-hmm. about what they eat. Yeah. <laughs> And so she has struggled with that quite a bit, um, but um, ha- have not had any real world experience personally. Yeah. Um, but is your, do you think she your would daughter, be the person to ask about yeah, that? It, it yeah, it is your daughter. I mean, she's your daughter and we've been talking about this forever. She probably is exposed to the concept of certain foods may trigger certain behaviors versus others mm-hmm. not. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You so. know, I, I can, you know, definitely uh, relate to what Don is saying in that a lot of my clients um, are picky eaters. In fact, in the autism spectrum world, 80 um, percent, when we look at developmental delays, 80 percent of children with developmental delays have picky eating habits. And when they looked at all the different types of 
um, neurodevelopmental challenges, children with autism had the most number of them and also certain very specific ones where they said that they could predict who had autism and who didn't based on these picky eating habits. So it's very, very common. I can sympathize definitely. People should come over to Nourishing Hope. I have articles on it. Some of it can be biochemical because gluten and dairy literally create opioid compounds that fit in the opiate receptor like morphine and other opiates do and become very addictive. And it's uh, hard to eat vegetables and focus on other things when you are so focused on getting those foods. And when we can get those foods out of the diet, it can have a profound benefit on the brain and the body and can also assist with picky eating. So it's that kind of fine balance. Um, hmm. There are things people can do. Texture is a really good one. So a lot of times Never. they don't like mushy things. So make right. like like we love crunchy. egg eggplant. Yuck. It's so mushy. Exactly. Right. It's a texture. Even those that are not on the spectrum can have some texture issues. Absolutely. And they have more. So, Mm -hmm. you know, um, making carrots into uh, like potato chips, you know, carrot chips or French fries, like carrot fries, those kinds of things, putting them in a texture that they enjoy more really Mm -hmm. can help them significantly. That's beautiful. And and for those that don't know you, I know, Julie, you've been on the show before. I've known you for years. your starting point into this realm what motivates you what what got you into this and that's the backstory not everybody knows yeah so i actually i oh i always wanted to try to figure out why children today were having so much adhd and all these types of challenges and i met a man who recovered his kids from autism I interviewed him for ADHD and I realized, wow, there's all this underlying biochemistry and there's all these things that you can do. Children are suffering this, you know, since this was over 20 years ago, people didn't know what to do. They didn't know how to do it. They didn't know why it was working and it was really needed. So my passion came from seeing the improvements in the lives of these children. And it's not about, you know, changing who they are. I mean, neurodiversity is a wonderful thing. It's taking children, a lot of people don't realize there's a big spectrum of autism. Some kids Mm -hmm. have no language. They are harming themselves. They have headaches they can't explain. They have stomach aches. They have diarrhea, you know, all these things. I want them to feel better so their true gifts can shine through. So my passion comes from seeing the improvements in the family, in the children, Mm. in the families. All right. So have you found um, or published a, like, a restaurant list of good, clean restaurants. Cause I'm always on the lookout when I travel, I'll find them. If they exist, I will find them. Otherwise I will fast or I'll bring my own food because I've, yeah, I've been on this road too long to go back to the toxic food I grew up with. So absolutely. Is- you know, I do, I have a, I have some things on my website of, you know, ways to tr- eat while you're traveling. Um, I, I have a list of, res- of restaurants, although I should update it cause it's been a little while and there's lots yeah. of new restaurants out there that are really good right now. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I think those are really important things because you don't want to sacrifice what's important to you when you're traveling. And if you just are at the whim of whatever's at the standard store, um, Mm. you might be, you know, having a challenge. So, yeah, but there's there's always ways to do it. And um, it's not that hard once you kind of get the hang of it. Well, you, you found you find the places that your body resonates with and you're like, oh, yeah. Now, I realize that unless you're super wealthy, it's not like you can go out and eat all the time. But our American culture is really degraded into the only way some people eat is they go out to eat all mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm. And so it's a challenge because, you you know, you're at the mercy of whatever 
they select as far as ingredients. Yes. So making better choices. If you care about yourself, you love yourself enough, please put good things into your body. Uh, obviously, if you can grow your own food like we do a lot of and uh, getting better every year uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, storing food for those times in the winter where you can't grow it or have the greenhouses like we do. Or if you live in Florida where I am right now, I used to be able to grow year round. And that was That's fun, great. too. Uh, but uh, there are always challenges here. But if we have a physical body, uh, it requires certain fuels. And, and I you know, said this and I'm not the first won't be the last, but people put the best stuff in their cars and they just neglect themselves. Don't neglect your kids, at least. Give yes. them the best stuff. They deserve it. You love them and love yourself enough to give yourself the best food, too. Absolutely. And then just thinking of, you know, the diet that was free of artificial additives um, did really well. So just taking out the junk, a um, mm-hmm. low sugar diet, 43% of kids that did a low sugar diet had improvements in hyperactivity. So sometimes mm-hmm. just simple things, get rid of the sugar, get rid of the artificial junk, eat as healthy of a diet as you can. And then yeah. look at some of the therapeutic diets if you want to take it to the next step. Yeah. Simply reducing the inflow of the things that trigger these things can be enough in a significant way. And you can always then step progression into getting a little better, a little better. But even the little things you do can pay you back a thousandfold in benefit for you, your kids, et cetera. So Julie, thank you. God bless you for all the work you've done over the years. And this is a great big new thing that you've been able to relate with this uh, publication. I'm so glad we could tell the the audience here about it. And you can check out nourishinghope.com. The links are in the show notes also at robertscatbell.com. And I look forward to seeing you Groundhog Day and the next day in San Antonio with the Autism yes. Health Summit. Uh, uh, and that's thanks to Tracy and Steve, uh, the Slepsevics. I can't say it like she says it the authentic <laughs> way, but they're wonderful, wonderful people doing great Absolutely. work. And I, I hope everybody would get tickets to that event. I think they're like maybe holiday specials on, on tickets right now. So I'm yes. going to send that to Super Don too. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, I can't wait to see you there. We'll definitely have to get together in person. And yes, definite thank you to Tracy and her husband. It's going to be a great event. All right, Julie. Well, you have a wonderful holiday Christmas season and uh, look forward to getting you on again. Or, or if you want to connect us with the doc that co-wrote it with you, I'd be happy to interview him too. Sure. It's a lot of fun bringing good news like this to everybody. Great. Thank you so much. All right, that's Julie Matthews, nourishinghope.com, linked up in the show notes at robertscabbell.com. Doing great work. See, there's a lot of reason to celebrate, a lot of reason to be grateful, a lot of great people that are doing great work, good people doing great work, however you would define good or great, but um, focused on uplifting and helping and nourishing, nourishing hope. I love that. Uh, Mountains of hope. I love that. Uh, Super Don has a link. uh, There's a, a, a banner for that, nourishing hope uh, and now mountains of hope as well in uh, Medellin, uh, Colombia, until we can have some stateside. That's the best place. Go there and you will be nourished uh, body, mind and spirit. Just extraordinary. I can't I can't stop speaking about how great it was. And it is. I'm not hyping it at all. I'm not exaggerating at all. If you guys could try it. Uh, you'll love it, too. And I think the first one in January, they're opening up in, officially for the public in 2024 in January is uh, a, there's a 20 percent off discount. I think that's available. And I don't know, maybe they'll add the RSB discount another 10%. I don't know. But if you if you feel it at all, even a little step out of your comfort zone and get down to Colombia, Medellin. It was a great, we, we, were, we felt safe the whole time. We even went into Medellin, the city. It was beautiful. Uh, and yeah, there are certainly going to be ghettos of, of any, any city. But overall, it's a lot safer than a lot of cities I've seen in the United States now. But it's 15 minutes from the airport when you fly in. They'll pick you up, take you up the hill. Uh, 7,000 feet elevation and the weather is so temperate, like in the 70s during the day, in the 50s at the the middle of the night. And it's just so pleasant. Oh, my gosh. You got everything you need. So uh, check that out. Mountainsofhope.com. 
And uh, anything else? We got lots of questions of the day. We got to we got to, I guess, get through them before the uh, weekend officially begins. Super Don. All right. Question of the day. Number one, at least for this hour. This is from Yolanda. Hello, Robert and Super Don. My daughter is in her third trimester of pregnancy. Well, congratulations, Yolanda. And her doctor wants her to take an iron supplement because her lab work showed it's low. What one would you recommend? Thank you. Well, I typically don't recommend iron supplements because we are so abundant in that mineral, that metal, iron. Yet when they test you, they don't test ceruloplasmin levels appropriately or understand or interpret them correctly that it really is a deficiency of copper in 99 out of 100, if not more cases. So getting on the sovereign copper or eating and or eating um, desiccated liver, if you, if you can't handle eating liver texture or otherwise from grass-fed animals, will get you the copper that will make possible the body's utilization of the abundance of iron that's actually there. If they, in the rarest of cases, could find a, a genuine iron deficiency, which again, it's so rare, I would say, um, there's a, uh, I think, yeah, Jonathan at choose to be healthy.com carries the hundred percent whole food forms of iron supplementation. So it's not going to bind you up and create toxic problems. Uh, I don't know if innate response still has, has one or mega food, or it's the food research brand probably at this point. Uh, but again, the copper is key. And if you can get on the sovereign copper or other things to support copper, then iron metabolism, utilization, et cetera, it comes right back online. And uh, that would be my suggestion but take it or leave it. I'm not telling you or her what to do, but I'm just saying, yeah, the doctors are more often wrong in interpreting the results of those tests and they put you on binding iron supplements that are not good, that could be oxidizing, oxidating and not good for you. So that's my suggestion or just take it as information and education and make up your own mind on it. But hopefully that's helpful to you. So thanks for that question, Yolanda. Do we have another question or two or 10? Oh, go full screen on this so I can see it. What is this one? This is a big one. This is from Beth. Hi, Robert and Supernaut. I really appreciate learning from you the beneficial effects of the trace minerals, silver and copper. I've learned that there are trace uh, mineral amounts of silver and copper in whole foods, such as silver and mushrooms and human, cow, goat, milk, etc., and copper and liver and spirulina, etc., and bee pollen, by the way. Also, thanks to your daily show, I learned about both superior colloidal products, the sovereign uh, bioactive silver, uh, sovereign silver, bioactive silver hydrosol product, and the sovereign copper, bioactive copper hydrosol. Besides these two beneficial trace minerals, silver and copper above, I want to get your insights on the trace mineral gold. A little bit of warm metallicum, huh? Can you share any thoughts about the benefits of the trace mineral gold on the human body? both as a trace mineral gold and as the homeopathic remedy, Aurum Metallicum. All right, let's pause there for a moment. That's a big one. Um, great question, dude. I mean, you're bringing it, Beth. Thank you. Uh, gold is an amazing trace element. Uh, it, like many other minerals, are deficient in much of the soils, although uh, I've mentioned to you one of the greatest dietary sources of copper. It can also be one of the greatest dietary sources of gold, and that is bee pollen. Bee pollen, particularly from areas that are, are rich in gold naturally. And, and one of those places is Alaska. Now, it's not bee pollen season in Alaska, but if anybody gathered it up and wants to send me some, I will eat it on up because uh, the highest content of gold dietarily is coming from bee pollen in Alaska, from what I've read. Uh, certain parts of California do also have high gold content and other areas. 
I don't know if it's true. Like, uh, what was the first gold rush? Super Don, here's your pop quiz of the day. I believe this is accurate, but we're probably going to have to retire it because I would have used it for like our next AMA uh, for our patrons, like as a, as a uh, you know, one of those questions you come up with and we give stuff away. By the way, when is the next AMA uh, for our patron supporters? December 30th, isn't it? It's like a Saturday. Yes. So, okay, December 30th, Saturday, the final Saturday of 2023. If you want to become a patron supporter, and by the way, we, we welcomed our new one. You said there was another one that, that signed on for a year. Did you find that um, No. No? Still I'll not? do that the next time we talk about it. I, it's, I was having trouble navigating the website to try and find that detail. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I was a patron. But anyway, shout out to all of you new and old uh, members of our Patreon community. Maybe I can do it on my email. Hold on. Yeah, so our Ask Me Anythings, which are monthly, usually we flip-flop between a, a Saturday morning or midday and a weekend evening. And this is the time we're going to do a Saturday morning, and it's uh, December 30th. And uh, Oh, it's Stephen. The- Here, I, got, I found it. Stephen okay. Dana Erickson. Oh, Stephen Dana. Thank you for being yes. a part of the, the patron community, the sport family community. I've Really yep. appreciate that. They took advantage so, of the annual membership. Yeah. So, Super Don, you come up with some pop quiz kind of questions and uh, people yeah. try and they win stuff. And uh, it's usually more than they invest in the Patreon community, which I don't mind because folks like Natural Immunogenics, really, they donate and support us in this way. And I'm grateful for that. So you can win all, all kinds of cool stuff. So the gold issue. Now, I was going to ask you about a pop quiz. You okay. know the site or the city or mm-hmm. area of the first gold rush in America. All right. No States. hands. No okay. hands. Right. You're not. Um, you know what I was going to ask you this. What? Did you know I was going to ask you this question? No. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Right. It was maybe. in North Carolina. Was uh, it? It was in 1799. Yes. Well, come on. You're making that up. No. Ca- no. Was, Cabarrus County, North Carolina. It was the. What about. It marked the beginning of the Carolina gold rush. Which everybody yeah, thinks what, California gold rush, right? Right. It wasn't but the that first wasn't thing. until like fifty years later. But you got to dig, dig, dig in a little deeper and see if it if Dahlonega in Georgia was actually right there at the same time. Ooh, I don't D, know. D a h l o n e g a, Dahlonega, Georgia, uh, and that was also considered one of the first, if not the first, right there with what you just mentioned in North Carolina. How do you spell it, Dahlonega? D a h l o n E-G-A or A-G-A? I don't know. Dahlonega. In fact, there was a, a the, I remember a ride growing up in Georgia at Six Flags, the Dahlonega Mine Train. It was a small roller coaster based on the, the you know, the gold rush. of. Uh, let's see here. So Dahlonega, Georgia is known for its role in the Georgia Gold Rush, which began in the late 1820s. So this so would have been about 30 the, years, uh, 21 after, years later after, after North Carolina, North yeah. Carolina. So, yeah. Anyway, pretty cool trivia. I know it's inconsequential, but I'm just saying in those areas, uh, there probably would be trace amounts of gold available to the pollen, the bees, etc. So if you find bee pollen in areas that are known to be places where there was a gold rush, you may be able to find gold rich, um, you know, bee pollen. Okay, so that's good. So let's bring it back up uh, and see what else was the question here. I think she was mentioning about Aurum Metallicum, but uh, let's see. Yeah, the Aurum Metallicum is the homeopathic form of gold, and it's often indicated uh, for cancer, for autoimmune diseases, uh, for uh, enlightenment, if you talk about spiritual issues or intelligence, IQ kind of things, and also uh, beyond autoimmunity and, and things like that, but sexual dysfunction or sexual reproduction. 
So health issues related to the reproductive capacity of the human being, gold plays a role there. And Aura Metallicum is one of those uh, remedies. We're at a break already? How did we get here? All right, I'm going to continue on with this uh, question of the day because there's more she's asking. And uh, it's been a great week of broadcasts uh, and uh, kind of wild. One, one in studio, one encore, and two here at Natural Immunogenics. Thank you all. Thanks to Nutritional Frontiers. Remember the RSB15 discount code. Thank you to Bob Ree and Folium. Thank you to Trinity School of Natural Uh-oh. Health and all y'all for being here. No, hold on. Why? I can't do it yet. Why not? You're not ready? I have, I have a file missing. That's weird. Ooh. How do you miss the file? What happened? Oh, there? hold on. Hold on. What about? Um, yeah, don't be missing files. It's the weekend. Not yet. Almost. You know, I I didn't do it on purpose. I know. But uh, just as we wrap up here, <laughs> we're going to finish up this question of the day. For those of you listening on UK Health Radio or elsewhere, there's always yeah. the bonus round that you might not get. Come on over to robertscottbell.com mm-hmm. or you can watch us on Rumble or the various podcast sites that do carry the full-on, including bonus there rounds. And then the weekend begins. So for now. Okay. And 60 seconds from now, it's still true. The power yes. to heal is yours. Is yours. Hey, weekend is it's almost here. It, it is here. It, it is here officially. Shortly. Yeah, I got it. I By got the way, you, you see that, uh, that thing down there in the corner there? Bonus round coming up. That that there 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 could possibly be a, a student, a young student at either Harvard, MIT, or University of Pennsylvania that would uh, call that a microaggression, a bonus round, uh, cursive. Oh, cursive. <laughs> yes, that is oh considered gosh. a microaggression because mm. you know old people. Other than, uh, other than you know they don't teach it name. anymore. Do, no, do you I remember know. being in school? I mean, and it's it, it was not one of my favorite things in school. Where he's like, you had to you had to sit there and write all Dude, the letters I, I, I and cursive, those, and I remember those big workbooks which had the the line and the line uh-huh, in the with the line in the middle. To, yeah, you did all of the practice. Oh, yeah. I remember that they don't do that. And anymore. It was like, and you'd get the letters like Z and Q, yeah. and you'd be like, that's not a Q, that's not a right? Z, but in cursive yeah. it was right. Yeah, but do, they do don't you, they don't teach that anymore. They don't teach that anymore. What they don't crime. teach cursive in school anymore, and so now these younger kids. Yeah. If they have to deal with somebody uh, that is like their boss that leaves them Writing a note yeah. and they write in cursive, they turn you into uh, HR or to whatever. They say that's a microaggression. Well, I don't know who's complaining about that, but they don't have a real strong survivability <laughs> with what's coming. Um, all right, let's do the, the finish the question of the day. So at okay. least we get that done. Then anything else is a bonus. If there's anything happening on Rumble, the chat. Well, room, you know, we, got- we, we do have we had we didn't what? have had in a long time. We had a caller. Oh, we didn't get to that too. All right, uh, we we can do that too if you want to. Sure. If you got the yeah. time. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm good. Um, so, all right, so we're back to uh, Beth's question about gold. We should talk about silver and copper. Uh, also, is trace mineral gold found in any whole foods? I talked about primarily uh, the uh, uh, bee pollen. Although, you know, things you know where you grow things in gold areas that you may find trace amounts of gold in those areas. But uh, it's like anything; it's deficient in the soils in many places. Uh, lastly, does Sovereign Silver Copper Company have any plans <clears throat> to make a colloidal gold product in the future? Thank you, Beth. Well, great question. I asked the same thing. It's been in R&D for a lot of years. And, you know, it's interesting. Silver and copper have some level of reactivity. Copper, a little bit more reactivity. So it's it's more difficult to stabilize in certain ways of manufacture than silver. But silver was hard because it's not as easily, you know, donating 
these electrons, whereas copper can donate a lot of electrons. That's why it's so amazing in the cuproenzyme pathways. Gold is even more reluctant to, to give up its electrons. Uh, and why is that important? Are we still showing the picture of the of the question? I can talk now to yes. people. Okay. So nobody wants to look at you. What are you talking All right. About? Never mind then. Okay. Keep looking at the question. Uh, but gold is very difficult. And, and here's how you know uh, when they go to shipwrecks, do they find copper coins in shipwrecks? Not really. It's dissolved over time in the ocean. Silver, they do still find some silver, but it's very corroded and, and you know, often smaller. But the gold coins they find, you ever seen pictures of gold coins they find from hundreds or even thousands of years ago? In many cases, they look like they were just, you know, stamped out today. Why? Because gold is very resilient, resistant, and it doesn't tarnish. It doesn't break down easily, but it also makes it so much more valuable in many ways. Now, in terms of uh, human health and animal health, um, we lack it. We put it back in. There are amazing things that happen. I mentioned IQ. Uh spirituality i mean the openness to i believe god in that case that gold is is helping to do that um uh, sexual dysfunction or reproductive issues uh, addiction issues i didn't even mention addiction gold plays a role in addiction we can get that in so all of these benefits are tremendous and autoimmune inflammation even arthritis but you know rheumatoid arthritis cancer plays a role gold can help good news is there will be sovereign gold when i can't tell you i'd like to say six months from now that would be amazing but i can't promise it because there's a lot that goes in before sovereign silver brings out sovereign copper it took years because they don't bring out an inferior product just because others have done it they want to make sure that the best is available to you there are colloidal gold products on the market but the guy can't wait for sovereign gold what that's going to do is open up the iqs of children that have been harmed by lead for instance where the iqs drop and many many other benefits that gold will have so yes beth good news is on the way i can't say when but yes there will be a sovereign gold bioactive gold hydrosol eventually so nice. hopefully that brightens up your future there you go yeah Ta -da. and you can get gold back right now but that's that's a different thing. that's a different kind of gold yeah yeah <laughs> so we got a caller called in Dude, I, I can't remember the last time we got to, to do one of these, but we, we do have, for the first time in many moons, yeah, a caller of the day. Hello! Hi, uh, this is Lisa. I'm from Kansas. Um, I listened to an interview that uh, Robert Scott Bell did a few months ago about minerals. And I hope you have an answer for me. I am 69, and the tendons that run from my wrist up through the joints in my thumb have become very tight and painful. And my thumb joints have become kind of like big and lumpy. And I'm thinking they must be full of calcium deposits, which are putting pressure on my tendons. And I'm thinking my body must not be assimilating minerals correctly. What can I do um, to alleviate this can can chelation help um i i really appreciate you and um i have learned so much from you but i just need an answer <laughs> thanks bye goodness wow what a cool question uh an important one to ask and, and by the way you guys yeah we love these we mi yeah. i miss these we yeah, used to get these, we, you know, and, and so we have, we have a phone. Come on, call us up. We, we have a number. 866-939-2355. Or if you like to get fancy, mm -hmm. it's 
Bell. Bell. B-E-L-L. That's right. Yes. Leave us, leave a, us, voicemail. Leave us a voicemail. And I, I, I say this, and it's like nobody ever does it. Yeah, what's wrong? I'm, I, I'm, I'm scolding you right now. Yeah, you're in trouble. Uh, Super done. You could call, gotcha. ask us a question. Call, mm-hmm. tell us a joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, call, swear and yell at us. Tell us how much I wrote. You, what's what you hate about our show? What you like about? I don't care. We like yeah. to hear from you. So, yeah. but we have this number, and it just it just kind of sits mm-hmm. there and never well, gets any use. Lisa took advantage of it. And she Thank you, Lisa from Kansas. So, All right. um, yeah, calcification is interesting because you have a lot of the uh, what they call the, you know the difference between inorganic and organic minerals. You know, coming in through the water, hard water contains these minerals. They're not very usable by the body in that form. And in fact, they could be problematic if they build up. If you ever watched, you know, the calcification of your pipes, if you have a hard or mineral rich water, how it clogs them. Right. And so uh, Dr. Henry Ely is all about cleaning the water, distilling it, you know, getting all that stuff out. And I don't have a, a problem with that. I think it can be helpful, certainly, too. Uh, the uh, the use of minerals that could help. Right. Are silica. And copper. And magnesium, for instance, and I don't mean to say the only three, you know, some people go with connective tissue, boron. And we had somebody ask, oh, I got too much boron. But uh, again, focus point on we normally should get our minerals from what? From food. In some instances, you know, we've talked about the bioactive hydrosols because they're bringing in the bioactive form of the minerals, not forms of the minerals that would be problematic. Calcification, for instance. Uh, so, uh, Lisa, of course, if you listen to the homeopathic hits of the day, you would probably be doing homeopathic rust talks regularly, maybe Ruda uh, or other remedies that we've talked about that are helpful for skeletal and, and musculoskeletal connective tissue issues. Copper plays a huge, huge, huge role there. And I don't want to overlook the multi-mineral food source that is cardio miracle for, for circulation. That also helps with the joints. Everything needs cir- good circulation, Lisa. Uh, but primarily copper and silica. If you go to choose to be healthy.com, Jonathan carries the right hundred percent whole food forms of these things. He also has the copper hydrosol, the sovereign copper too. And that will help you tremendously. I believe hydrating properly, detoxifying properly. These are the things that could reduce the inflammation and the calcification of the tendons, the joints, the burst of the muscle, the cartilage, et cetera. So uh, anything you want to add to that, Super Don? That was a great question, too. A lot of mineral questions today. No, I, like I, I knew you'd say silica, but yeah. um, hope that helps you, Lisa. Uh, and thank you for, for calling in. We I, love I, that. that I awesome. love those. Those were yeah. fun. How come yep. people don't call in anymore? You don't send me flowers. Anymore. You don't call me anymore. That's right. Well, let's see. What else? I think we've hit the weekend. What's that picture you're putting up there? We is did. Well, you're, you're stealing my thunder. I, well, uh, I didn't say what it is. Well, what, is what is that thing? Yeah. Right, what's that punchline I see there to that I, joke? I, I didn't know that was a punchline. No, no, no. It's not. I was just loading okay. this up because it just it's Friday, so mm-hmm. random okay. random stuff. Gotcha. I, I was reading a story this morning. You know, Tucker Carlson mm-hmm. uh, did finally what it is that we kind of suspected he would do start his own network he's starting his own network mm-hmm. uh and i was chuckling to myself this morning i, I saw an article uh i think it was on Ep- epic times mm-hmm. where uh he you know you know you ever seen these uh it, it's it's more common in the big cities where they have these trucks mm-hmm. that drive around and they're billboard yeah, yeah. trucks right yes and yes. stuff and they just drive that's what they just drive that's around it's like a, a traveling billboard well apparently mm-hmm. tucker carlson uh, hired a couple of these billboard trucks 
and he parked them in front of uh, some news agencies. Uh, one over at CNN, one over at NBC. Okay. And uh, corporate media is dead. <laughs> Tucker Carlson. <laughs> awesome. That's right. Uh, I'm like, you know, that's, that's pretty great. awesome corporate right there, isn't media it? media is dead right in front of CNN and NBC. <laughs> that's awesome. Good yeah. for Tucker, you know. And, okay. and uh, you know, say what you will. Uh, there are a lot of... Well, whatever. Listen, when you're when you're king, when you're top of the hill, every mm. you know you got people that uh, don't like you. That's just yeah. how this comes with the territory. Yeah. Uh, but I admire him a lot because of what it is that he has done. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were like, "Oh, he's just a disinformation agent, Capage Shill, yada yada, Fox, and yeah, that's why he's you know that's why he can say what he's saying and 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 he's still on the network." Well, right. then hand right. Yeah. yeah. So you can't really say that about him now. No. I mean, I suppose you can. Some people will always be sure. Up. So anyway, so now he's doing his own thing. I'm kind of excited to see what he's going to do. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's it's needed. And and the fact that he did that, uh, just makes me like him even more. Yeah. I mean, he's trolling CNN out in front of their building. I love it. That's great. That is awesome. Um, that is really awesome. So, are there any comments coming in through the various chat rooms, including Rumble or Instagram? I don't know. It's the first time we've done it on Instagram, so. That's new. Totally. Uh, I got to check it out. Okay. It's unfortunately, uh, like I was saying before, it, yeah. it's it's the vertical I'm leaning thing. in. I'm leaning in for Instagram. Yeah. Hi, Instagram, if you're watching, uh, if you hung out this long, anyway. Ask RSB at Instagram if you do it there. Um, yeah, are there, do people comment? I don't know. I, I'm just not used to being able to go out on Instagram. So uh, maybe I can open up Instagram and see what happens here on my phone. I think it says there's four people that are are looking at the back of our heads four, and in your ear. Four people. Okay. So how do Let's I see if I can mute this? Hold on. I'll get the message here. There we go. Um, but there was like 39 people that joined at one point or another. So got to figure out how to how to make this work because I yeah. think it I think it'd be cool to stream to to Instagram, but it's got to be so they can actually watch it. Mm. If you're on your computer, it sh- apparently it works. But still, now okay. I just on the computer I typed in test. Yeah. And it's it comes out T S E T. I don't know why it's doing that. Hmm. I'm just looking. I can't find it. I don't know how this thing works on Instagram, but yeah. Unjected. Yeah, I want to find out if my son really signed up for the unjected dating app. Was that your phone? Yeah, I was playing that from uh I was trying to find our thing, and, and then unjected <laughs> thing from unjected came up. Yeah. So oh, it started yeah. playing that. Huh? That's like yeah. a Dr. Dre or something like that. You yeah, I think these or... they have like common theme music that kind of I guess it oh. rides up the charts and I don't know. How that okay, yeah. all right. Anyway, um, um, my daughter calls it. If you do, if you get caught in the loop, they call it doom scrolling. Have you ever heard that term? Doom. I scrolling? have heard of that. Yes. Yeah. Um. So you know, you hear these music pop up, pop up. I don't know. It's, these things are addictive, scary. All right. So, anything on Rumble we should know about before we wrap up and have a weekend? No, I think we're, I think we're all caught up here. Steve's asking if Tucker Carlson's new platform will restream our show. I don't, I don't think probably so. not. Um, but what I'm hoping is that we can maybe we can get Jonathan Emord uh, on there. That would be amazing. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know. But. Um, Apparently, I mean, it's not, and it's more than just like a show. It's like a network. It's going to have like documentaries and films and 
it's, I mean, it's like yeah, no, not a small thing that he's putting together right. there. So nor would I expect it, but yeah, it's pretty yep. cool. All right. Well, um, looking forward to uh, it back in studio next week, heading into the Christmas holiday. And uh, we'll have some some encores there as well. But I think we're going live Monday through Thursday next week, if I'm not mistaken. And we'll have, you know, assortment of guests and great stuff that we do and some encores over the holidays where we can retool. Super Don gets recharged every year at this time and he has new ideas and things that come about that are, that'll be fun to see. That you I'm going to tweak the imaging, expect. like yeah. our intro and some mm-hmm. of the other stuff that we're doing. So kind of change things up a little bit and. And then uh, I've got a commitment from you that we're going to add detox, detox dialogues, dialogues to yeah. the, the lineup. So, all right, I got to figure this out, man. I was reluctant to start the homeopathic hits, and what it will look what happened. So, why should I fight you on this? I, I just, I, I just not, yeah, can't, I, I can't do I, it. I got a hunch, people. I got a hunch. It. Yeah. And uh, let's see, the 30th of December for our patron supporters, and you have plenty of time, sign up, become one, join us, and during over the holidays. Uh, we're going to have uh, an AMA on Zoom. We can see one another. It's recorded for anybody that misses it, so you can catch it later. And opportunities yep. to win stuff, too, which is fun. And we'll see what happens. The final one of 2023. Y'all be there. Um, sounds like a plan. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, enjoy the rest of your time there in Sarasota. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll see you live back again on Monday with the uh, Sunday conversation. with yep. uh, what, Billy uh, Otto. Billy Otto. Yes, and, uh, Billy and, uh, Idol. Oh, Billy Idol, Billy Otto. Oh, by the way, Leslie says in January 1st, tickets will be available for the RSB Show Family Reunion of 2024. All right. So if you want to join us there. Um, I'm hoping to connect with uh, Darla Shine maybe tomorrow at the uh, Organic Farmer's Table restaurant. Oh, good. That'd be fun for a reunion. Might have to call you up out of the blue and just to say, hey, FaceTime you or whatever you can do. I will finally yeah. be doing some Christmas decorating. I'm, yeah. I'm running late this this, oh, this year. We got the inside stuff, but we sucked on the outside. It just never happened. So yeah. you know, we'll see what happens there. Anyway, it up. thank you all for being here. Thank you, Theo, uh, for joining me for a few minutes in hour two from Natural Immunogenics and the family, the Quintos. Uh, Julie Matthews from Nourishing Hope. And uh, how do you like Charles Froman? He was awesome, huh? Wasn't he? He was, yeah. Absolutely. From Big deal. NHF. Yeah. Good stuff. And, and, you know, he, I was on one of his platform shows and he says he wants to invite me back on a couple others. So we'll let you know about that. Thank you, Leslie. You're always great, especially when you show up to the live show. We love having you here. <laughs> You're great, especially <laughs> when you show up. That almost, that know, sounded a little snarky to me. Do we have um, uh, any uh, stay at home mom episodes that we haven't? You know, mentioned. Um, it's been a little bit, maybe a week or so since okay. the last one. Yeah, she's yeah. awesome. Love, love what she's bringing. If you haven't heard her show on the Robert Scott Bell Podcast Network, tune in, share it yep. as well. Coming this weekend, she says. And oh, is if, if talking about coming yeah, not right. this weekend but coming this summer? Did you see Beverly yes. Hills Cop Four? Axel F. F is coming out in the summer, right. and they put uh, they put a teaser out a video uh, yesterday. Yeah, just when you cancel Netflix, they bring you back in with Axel Foley. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Apparently, that's how it's going on. Yeah, how could you not? Fun. Right, little silly from they, our youth. They, they're bringing back uh, uh, Billy and Taggart mm-hmm. and yeah. Serge. And Serge. <laughs> Serge. Yeah, Axel. 
Bronson Pinchot. Yes. What a yes. funny guy. Yeah, that was an awesome character. Yep. Timeless in that regard. So thank you all for being here. Uh, we will uh, see no Netflix. Leslie's not going to see it. We'll have to tell her about it. Um, but I understand why people cancel these things. I'm not judging. Not judging. Uh, but don't judge Super Don. Okay. Because he's got it all. I think I've got literally every streaming service known to man. <laughs> and no time to watch it. All right, man. Uh, well, we'll be back in studio Monday. Please uh, tune in for uh, Billy Otto yes. for my Sunday conversation and, and listen to previous ones. They're really amazing. And, and I, I hope that you're enriched by learning about people's perspectives, beliefs, and experiences. I think that's what it's there, not to denigrate anybody's beliefs, perspectives, and experiences, but to uplift and realize that it's a wide diversity of souls inhabiting bodies on planet Earth right now. And uh, we could do well to, to learn from each other rather than, uh, you know, dislike one another, hate one another, fear one another, because it's different. I think it's fun to, to explore that. Thank you, Super Don, for also the great idea that that was. I, I'm, I think that came from you. I don't know. But regardless, it's the homeopathic a, a fun. What? No, no, the Sunday conversations. Oh, yeah. You know, the focal point yeah. there. Yeah. It's a little different. That's all right. I've enjoyed it. I put my producer yeah. hat on every once in a while. You do. Shabbat Shalom, Leslie, and all y'all. So thanks for being here, and uh, God willing, we'll see you back here live on Monday in studio and Sunday for the Sunday Conversations, and uh, hopefully put some organic food in my belly to break the fast. All right, you do that. We'll see you guys later. Have a good weekend.